from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. This is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yes. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Mocha's in a sling. Like yeah. an arm sling. I fell off a BMX bike and crashed into a wall. <laughs> Wait, is that really what happened? <laughs> that is really what happened. On purpose? X game style. Yeah. So I was with my family at a uh, bike park, indoor bike park, right? Uh-huh. And we've been there like a billion times. And I know the place really well. And my son and I ride around and do all the different courses. And um, I was feeling a little brave after doing a few jumps and like nailing all the jumps. And um, I I took a jump a little too high, the highest I'd ever gone. Mm -hmm. And the tire, the front tire, I didn't hit the landing proper. And the tire hit awkward on the ground. I flew over, still holding on to the bike, and slid down a ramp across the floor, and it was a wall that stopped me. My shoulder and the, my right shoulder and the uh, the side of the the right side of my head hit the wall, Ooh. and I was down and out. Did we not? Did we not just have this conversation about one of the things that I find the most hilarious in life is watching dads who still think they can <laughs> <Yeah>. do things? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know. I thought about that story that you told last <laughs> Bro, week as well. I kicked a, I was kicking a soccer ball with my kid. I limped for two days afterwards, right? No, hold on. You kicked a soccer ball barefoot. Barefoot, like you, yes, no sh- yes. No, no, sh- no, but you started with wearing shoes I, and decided to take shoes when, and, off. And when I was telling the story about how it's hysterical watching dads who still think they can do things, mm. I even brought up when a dad gets on a bike. Yeah, but listen, I've right? I've I've been to this place sure. and I've done this but you're stuff. Not, like you're so not many in times. your jump years, man. <laughs> I know. All you have to do I is know. back out. You didn't have to go. And listen, got, got all everybody online—they're all accusing me of doing this on purpose to get out of racing <laughs> Shem. And now good. I'm even more motivated to get this injury fixed so I can come and whoop your ass. <laughs> you're just crazy. I did not do this on God. purpose. What's your wife's <sighs> reaction? Um. She concerned, but also similar to, Shep, yes. uh, similar to to Roz. Like you idiot! Like if, what are you doing? At the age you are now, okay. If you're Which is do- young if, still, yeah. If you're doing BMX jumps at the age you are now, in young, your twenties, yeah. you would have been pro. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is no reason for somebody who is the age you are now, who was not previously a professional BMX rider, to be doing jumps. So I um, had to go to the hospital mm-hmm. and had to do a bunch of <laughs> had to do a bunch of X-rays. Yeah, oh, yeah. Did you, did, you, at you. did you tell them what happened? I told them. Yeah. Uh, they didn't laugh like no. you guys. Oh, they were very sympathetic. Wow, that's shocking. Okay, they were very sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. Um, they uh, and they determined that it was my collarbone Oof. had separated from my shoulder. That's a rough injury. So that's though. why I am in a sling right now. Yeah. They don't think that surgery will be needed. However, I have to go to the fracture clinic on Monday uh, to do another round of X-rays to see how it is healing. 
Um, but it is very difficult to do things like get dressed or shower or run or anything like that. This so just shut up, shower. Pause for one second. This is uh, you are now in like long-term rehab for this. Like, well, I was reading. Did up you on tell it, the doctors that you had a big race coming up? No, and then they laughed, right? <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't tell I don't want to get roasted. I know, but oh, you didn't right. tell them that you had a big race coming up with a with a coworker. <laughs> Man, you didn't you didn't say I, I have to I have to uh, race my office mate in a couple weeks. Are you guys I told one? Be? I told one person. Yeah. What did they say? What did they say? When are you going to be back to normal? Because I know right now the race is all anybody's talking about. So Mocha and Shem are going to foot race each other, right? Like this was supposed to be happening fairly soon. We were putting putting the whole show together. Um, so did they give you any sort of timeline? Have you Googled? Did your wife Google? Wives always Google yes. how long it's going to take. What did? Well, I, I, I did. And they said this kind of injury that yes. I have, uh, the healing could go or sorry, the rehab could take anywhere from a couple of weeks to uh, upwards of like 12 weeks, okay. depending on how bad, depending on how bad the, uh, the damage is, right? Because I am going to have to do but your a little bit of physio. But your feet are fine. After. No, you need your arms to run. You can't. Uh, you can't. You, you can't, can't run, run a with your arms down. No, you can't. You can't run a race if you can't use your <laughs> no. arms. It's just it's, like I can't uh, sneeze without it hurting. No, oh, it, yeah, it hurts like hell. I broke yeah. my. I broke my shoulder um, skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. For the very when, last for, week? The, for the very first time when I turned thirty, I decided to get on a skateboard for the very first time. Broke my shoulder uh -huh. within minutes. Right. Never use a skateboard ever again. I will tell you this. It still hurts. Does it really? It still Roz, you can't hurts. say that you're not helping. It still hurts. No, listen, this is my motivation. I am like so prepared to do what I have to do and so motivated to do what I have to do to get better to A, get back on a BMX bike and B, whoop the pants off of Shem. Shem, would you in agree in some way to, to maybe even the, the, the playing field and maybe we could like, maybe you do this race and both of you have to have your hands in your pockets like penguins. Shut <laughs> up. Where, you, where you, you run, you can run without your arms. Would you be, would you, do you still think that you would win if that was the, if that had to be the case, you couldn't use your arms? You know what? I'll do you one better. Yeah. Um, I will tie my knees together. Excuse and me. And still beat Mocha. Oh, wow. Okay? He's still going down. Wow. You just built in a, 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 an excuse for people Jeez. for people to feel badly for you when you lose. Okay. Oh, poor Mocha. Wow. Okay. Aside, aside from Shem's words, uh, Mocha, what's your pain level like right now? How are you doing? People want to know. Um, On a scale of 1 to 10, on Sunday, it was at a 10. Yeah. Yesterday, it was at a 9. Today, it's at a, about a 7. Yeah. So because of I the think, good meds? I think I'm okay. Is that your sleeping side or your non-sleeping side? None. And I'm up, like, Every uh, somebody asked me actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> somebody asked because this happened to them because they have night terrors like I do. Yes. They said, "Hey, did the same thing happen to you? What happened to me? Which is, I had a night terror so bad I fell out of bed and broke my collarbone." Oh wow! Okay, <laughs> so like, yes, no. if you are just joining us, Mocha's at home working from home because he's in a sling because he was BMXing at the age that he is and went off a jump and hit a yeah. wall. Yeah. Um, so the pain level today, is it's, jump, okay, it's going down, right? The pain level is going, going down, down. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and the, the race is still going to happen, but we need to say right now, you need to get full rehab before you yes. are back in racing form, Wait, right? What? Absolutely. Forfeit. That's what you need to do. Oh, I'm not. You need to flat no, out. No, 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 no. Postponement. It's a postponement. No, This is a postponement. He had the night terrors and broke his collarbone. I did not. Acting like, like he's going to call the commissioner. Like, Okay. 
We just wait. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. The race is still on. Yeah. I am going to be on the mend, and now I'm even more motivated wow. Wow. to get better okay. so I can whoop you. I think Mocha okay. should get a head start okay. on the whoop race, though. You. Okay. Gonna need okay, it. so the race is still on. Mocha just has to get better first, right? Oh. Yes, absolutely. Oh, sure. I promise. Oh, my God. Oh, my Don't God. you worry, Sham. I'm don't not you worried. worry. Oh. Not at all. And you know what? After the, sh- after the, uh, the race, and I whoop you, and I slap you what? with my oh. broke arm. You know what? I'm going to go break my own okay. collarbone, and I'll still oh. race you. How about that? Okay, we gotta listen. We gotta take a break, uh, and, and and I'm gonna try and separate the two of you, even though you're not in the same room. <laughs> you're not even in the same city right now, and it's too heated for me. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm sweating already today. It shows. Oh, what'd you eat shut last up. night? I chill. Oh, I chill. Uh, what I have. <laughs> it's I always have. what you ate last night. I know. It's always what I ate last night. Uh, no, because I I was on okay. Hold on, wait, 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 stop, yeah, stop, stop, stop. Everyone, yeah. let's go around the room and guess, because we know um, what makes yeah. Ross sweat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much everything. Yeah. Okay, so um, if he's sweating now, then what he ate last night was heavy and greasy. <laughs> stop it! I'll tell you, forget it. I'm don't guessing even guess. tacos. Don't even guess. Um, uh, no, no. no uh, listen, the price of groceries has me uh, uh, has me sweaty. Okay. Uh huh. And I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I am in my house. On the day when leftovers have to go in the green bin, I'm the Uh guy in the house that has to coddle a dinner together with all the leftovers from the two previous nights. My God, the girls get a fresh. The girls get a fresh dinner, right? Yeah, and you eat the green bin. I eat the freaking (laughs) green bin. Okay. So yes, Maury, it was tacos, but also with tacos, I had three. I I had, I had, I had one little tiny side bowl of spaghetti Uh sauce, and then I also, and then I also had, yeah, and then I also had. I'm fry supreme with taco meat on them. <laughs> Wait, but so so then it was the chicken tacos. I chicken tacos. So was it all a side three? of spaghetti sauce and fry supreme? So did you dip anything into the spaghetti sauce? Uh, no, <laughs> just you just ate the, the spaghetti spoon. sauce with a spoon. Yes. <laughs> Thank God, I'm so happy. Bro. I'm so happy you didn't say that you drank bro, it. From bro, the bowl. I'm sweating so bad right now. No, listen, <laughs> I mean the price of groceries. I was at the grocery store. I went to I went to two grocery stores in one day the other day, and I uh. saw at the self checkout. And by the way, the self checkout now is a is is far from the friendly place that it used to be. Don't get me, it's still friendly. Yeah, because everyone's upset. They are on you. They are like, I feel like the eyes are on me when I'm at the self-checkout. And Why? I, because wa- I watched the guy, two things in his hand, he scans one of them, both things go in the bag, right? Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. Then, uh-huh. then I go to across the street, I go to a, one of those fancy independent grocery stores where everything is like super expensive. It's all organic. It's stuff you've never yeah. heard of in your life before. And I'm walking down the sidewalk to go into the grocery store and out of the doors, this couple passed me who had just walked out. Like a couple. I'm talking in there like maybe mid to late 20s, good looking, yeah. well-dressed, everything else. They get about 15 feet past the door and they stop and they have a shopping bag in their hand. And then he yeah. turns to her and she unzips his coat and starts taking all the oh stuff out of the coat no. that they stole from the grocery store and starts like putting what? it like it was a like a giant loaf of bread and a can of <laughs> and at the point where people yeah. are stealing bread? Yes, it was like a like a like a like a uh, an Italian loaf, one of those round but flat sort of looks like Maury. What? Right, one of those Italian <laughs> loaves. So it was oh it God. was it was a it was a big Italian loaf, a can yeah. a can of something and a box of like herbal tea. How so, big was his jacket? Yes, it was like a puffer coat. 
Are we at the point now where they're going to yes. put those security tags you see on Versace sweaters I'm on soup? I'm telling you, man, it's crazy out there. So the price of groceries has me like eating. I eat the garbage every night because groceries, <laughs> groceries are so expensive. You got so the green bin special. Yes, right? I just take the thing out from underneath the sink and sit on the couch with a spoon. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, man. I, so the reason, So yes, the reason I'm sweating is because groceries are so damn expensive. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ba-da-da-da-da. I missed the anniversary of the McNugget yesterday. Are you? Forty years is how old the McNugget 40. is. Yeah, because I guess they were giving away free McNuggets to people if you like downloaded the app and stuff in the states. Oh yeah, yeah. How come they didn't do that here? I don't or did know. they? I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't oh. even know. Nineteen eighty-three is when the McNugget. Do you don't remember life with no McNuggets though, eh, Mocha? No, no. McNuggets have re- always been in my life. Have they? Yeah, you don't remember. Oh my! I I remember when they launched the McNugget. Do you really? Yeah, I was nine. Like oh 10 years God. old. I remember when people were like, have you had a McNugget? Because I guess uh-huh. originally they, the guy who invented them set out to do, he was going to do uh, like onion nuggets. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Really? And then they just, and they were messing around with recipes and somebody was like, why don't we put this chicken stuff in there and see how that tastes? And they were like, done. Deep fried chicken. Yeah, but they were supposed to be yeah. like like onion rings, but like onion nuggets. This was okay. supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yo, Chicken McNuggets are amazing. You know, you, what, me? you know what pisses me off about Chicken McNuggets? Yeah, here, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. No. What's to be mad about no. Chicken McNuggets? Oh, you're the only person in the entire world that can be pissed off no. at something in relation to Chicken McNuggets. Yes. Let me tell you what pisses me off about Chicken Nuggets. Okay? Go. I understand the six piece. Yes. Fully. I understand the 20 piece. Yes. Absolutely. What makes uh. no sense is a nine mm. piece. That you can't split evenly between two people. Because you don't need a nine piece. No, no, no. But like if you have kids, right? And you get yeah. like a nine piece, right? Mm-hmm. You can't split a nine piece. Why do six and 20 and not 10? It makes no sense to me. You should write a letter. <laughs> I'm a little late. <laughs> Guys, I thought about should... this uh, 40 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you should send them an email. Yeah. I have their the ad. It's McDonald's at gmail.com. Shut up, you jackass. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I didn't want to spend the entire news break talking about McNuggets, but here we are. Oh, sir. Okay. So oh, an hour sir. ago in the news, I was talking about how uh, yesterday um, that uh, was the anniversary, the 40th anniversary of Chicken McNuggets, right? Mm. And stop covering your face. Face the truth, sir. And I hadn't had a, I hadn't had McNuggets in in forever, right? Uh huh. Do you remember McNugget years. Buddies? Remember the little the puppet, the toys that they used to have? Anyway, um, so no. uh, so 1983 is when McNuggets came out, and I clearly remember when McNuggets came out. And I had said that the thing mm. that pissed me off about McNuggets, okay, mm-hmm. is that I understood the six pack, I understood mm-hmm. the twenty pack, but what, what made mm-hmm. no sense to me was the nine pack because you couldn't split it between two people. Well, unless I'm right, agreeing. right. <laughs> so six, I get twenty, I get nine. Always pissed me off because it was just an awkward number to split between two people. And then you tell me that the text line started going crazy at 925-555, saying what? They changed the nine-piece to a ten-piece, a, in all caps, long time ago. <laughs> okay. So many texts. Somebody else said, is Ross losing it? And McNuggets, they don't have nine McNugget option at McDonald's. Another. It's six, ten, and twenty. No. There is no nine. <laughs> okay. okay. Somebody but- else said, um... <laughs> 
Roz, they must have heard you years ago. Your complaints <laughs> years ago. Some places. Because it's been so long okay. since they've sold a nine-piece McNugget. <laughs> okay. Dog. All I'm saying is that some places still do the nine piece, okay? Like, yeah, if you have the time okay, machine and go back started, 40 years. I started go, this is exactly what I did. So listen, I was like, is this like a Mandela effect thing where I'm like crazy mm-hmm. that it's a nine piece? So here I went to like old commercials. Old commercial number one, for, please for me, Maury. Mustard, sweet and sour, honey and barbecue. Four sauces made especially for dipping. Could it be six, nine, and 20 McNugget oh, sizes? Right. What is this, a test? Chicken McNuggets. People come for them in cars, on foot, even on their knees. And they all come to one place, <laughs> McDonald's. So then, and then we're going to play that sound, number three here, Maury. Sir, that sounds like it was recorded in a park. Wait till you like, hear this one. So I, then okay, I'm go. like, okay, maybe it was different always in Canada. And then I'm like, and then I went and I found the launch commercial for McNuggets when they entered Canada. So here, play three for okay. me, Maury. They're here. They're here? I'm caught. <laughs> they're here. They're here? Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Right? Listen, wait, wait, wait. Sweet and sour. Honey. And barbecue. Hot mustard. Six, nine, or twenty. Six, nine, or twenty. Okay. A winner. Okay? Well, right. That commercial is yeah? so old. Stop Those it. people who were Stop in the it. commercial aren't even alive you anymore. You don't even know. You don't even. Okay. Don't, do you not remember the rap? You don't remember the rap when they when they did that, right? No. Can you turn, turn my computer up more? I'm going to play something from oh here. Oh, my God. You don't remember the McNugget rap? How do you not remember the McNugget rap? I used to have the McNugget rap stuck in my head for so long. Don't Somebody even... just texted and said, bro, how old is that commercial? Shut up. <laughs> okay. Yo, straight Stop facts. I swear it. you're making it up. Let me, play, let, it up. let me play the rap for you. Let's do the chant. Okay. All right. One McNuggets, <laughs> so anyway, so I'm not crazy that they used to come in a nine piece, right? No, but that's the thing. You didn't say originally used to. Okay. You were so convinced <laughs> that it's still happening now. And then we get inundated with texts from people being like, when sir. Did it, when did it change? When did that change? If somebody Probably a year after they it, launched. Shut up with that. <laughs> Stop in 1984. It. <laughs> I remember uh, stuff like I don't you know me. I haven't had a chicken McNugget probably since 1984. And it pissed me off then. And so it don't complain me about stop. It. Okay. <laughs> Just whatever. Okay. 39 years later. <laughs> still complaining. Gee, that's a long grudge. I know. I know. I built this entire career of mine just for this day so I could one day go on the radio and complain about the size of McNuggets. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I gotta play you uh this oh this poor guy this amazon driver fell into somebody's septic tank ew yeah Ow. oh i don't even know i guess what happened is that they were doing work on it or something they had it all dug up uh-huh. and so the the actual tank part of it yeah. was in the bottom of this hole 
And then the walls were still dirt where they had dug up. So I guess maybe they were switching out the septic tank or doing something on it. Not visible. Not visible. But because all the rain and everything in California, all the ground is super moist. And Uh he was walking by it and the ground just gave way. And he went sliding down into this. And the septic tank was not empty. Oh. Okay. That's so gross. Okay, because what happens with all that rain, if your septic system is old, everything else, like it's start, like you have to do work on it. Like yeah. everything will overflow and it's, it's just not good. So this poor guy uh, slips into the tank. Now, thankfully, before he lived the whole thing on TikTok, he what? did he did call for help. Yeah. So here's the guy in the septic tank. It's so delivering to this customer's house and I just fell into a septic tank. Ah. I think it, I don't know if they were digging it or what, but I walked by it and the ground came out underneath me. I'm like six feet down and I tried using these roots around me to get out and it just pulled more dirt on top of me. So I just called dispatch. Hopefully they're going to get the cops or the fire department here because I definitely... Don't want to try to climb out on my own again because, like I said, the walls are kind of caving in on me. A little bit scary. Uh. That is so okay. disgusting. So that's people's the guy. first reaction is, I need to go live. Yeah, well, listen, man. Like, I don't know if it's your life. You, I don't know. Maybe you think you're not going to make it out of there. I don't know. But yes, you're right, Maury. It's like, it's, it's people see this as, oh my God, I'm in a septic tank. How the hell am I going to get out? Am I going to die in here? Also, great content. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So here yeah. we go. Here's part So, two. update um, <laughs> fire department's coming. I'm standing in knee deep sludge and shit, pretty sure uh the rabbit fell in here somewhere and i am not digging for it so the rabbit's gone and uh again i tried to pull on these vines to get out and the ground just kind of pulls it pulls big chunks of dirt in and i really do not want to die in somebody's <laughs> whatever you call these things i can't even think right now hopefully that'll make me finish my route i still got like 100 stops left oh no but you never know anyway fire department's on their way so that's the question. He still had 100 stops left after he fell into somebody's septic tank. Did they make him finish his route? I'm going to say no. Okay. I'm going to say that they sent someone, another Amazon driver, yes. to go and take his van to finish the job for the day. And then he can go home and change. You were wondering the famous thing we always ask on the subreddit. Uh, but can you finish your route? Well, unfortunately, the answer for me was yes. Uh, I guess I'm too nice, but uh, oh, no! they sent someone to take 50 packages off of me, so that's cool. I um, went home, took a quick shower, uh, left my clothes in the backyard because they were covered with human feces and urine yeah! and all that good stuff. Throw them away! And, um, <laughs> by the way, the fire department showed up, the police showed up, an ambulance showed up, and a helicopter showed up oh, no. yes. that was mighty nice of him uh ended up dropping a ladder down there and getting me out the fire chief told me that that was a dangerous situation i was in and i probably didn't realize how dangerous it was because when he got there he said don't move but uh anyway uh, i'm gonna finish my route oh, no. so be safe out there watch out for sinkholes watch out for septic tanks and just 
keep on moving on. Wow, yeah, still have man. to get those deliveries. 50. He had to do 50 stops after Yo, that. Listen, if I'm a Prime member, I expect that delivery today. How long? How long? And you know what's you know what's super interesting though is that if your Prime package was late, right? The way that people are when it comes to things like what you've ordered and your expectations and. Uh -huh. If, if your package didn't arrive and you got an email being like, hey, your package didn't arrive because your driver fell in someone's septic tank, he's okay, but he spent a long time inside someone's septic tank. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a good number of people that would get that email and go, oh, God. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, my, my prime membership yes! for that. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Ross and Mocha's Hell of a Story. Oh, hello. Welcome to Ross and Mocha's Hi. Hell of a Story. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, Hannah, where and when does your Hell of a Story take place? So um, it was a couple of weeks ago. I think it was Wednesday, the 7th of December. Okay. Um, in a, a local park that's just about a minute's drive from us. Okay. A place called Clumber Park. And what happened exactly? So we go every morning. It's around 6 a.m because um, we like to go when it's quiet and get a good seven miles in before work. And um, I got out the car um, and set off, leaving my husband to sort out the dogs. And I just had an overwhelming feeling that there was something else there, something at the side of me. So I took out my uh, phone and took a photo. Um, the photo, the camera on my phone was set to live photo. Mm -hmm. And as I took the photo, I saw something crawl in front of me. I thought at first it was an animal, and I um, followed it with the torch, but it disappeared as soon as I put the torch on it. Like disappeared into the woods or into where? No, as soon as I put the actual torchlight onto it, I did. I could no longer see it. Your flashlight. I could only see it through my um, phone. So what the did camera you? On my phone. So what did you? What did you think it was? At first, I thought it was a, a living animal, which is uh -huh. why I followed it with the torch. Right. And then when I looked back and played it back, I thought, well, it's some sort of spirit animal then, a ghost animal. I couldn't explain it. But then the more I've looked at it, it's got it's got human-like limbs. What? And it's like it's crawling. It's like a human form crawling. But in actual fact, on my original photo, my live photo, for the first split second when you play it, there's actually two and there's one that stood upright just behind where the figure's crawling to. Like a demigorgon? I don't, what's one of those? Oh, from Stranger <laughs> Things, from Stranger Things. Mocha believes in demons and stuff like that. Do you, right do you, do you, right. believe, do you believe in demons, Hannah? Well, I never really have, no, but, it's, but there is something quite odd about that particular creature, being, oh. whatever it is, oh. I don't know. Okay, Hannah, so Mocha has not seen your video yet, so we're going right, okay. we're, we're to analyze this right now, okay? So, Mocha, if you would like to, to click the link and uh, watch the live photo that Hannah claims is a uh, some oh. sort of demon. Hold on. Oh, my God. Guys, it like appears out of nowhere, like out of thin air. You see it. it looks like it's like a, a smoky kind of figure, and then it like disappears into thin air. Yo, Hannah, that is not an animal. 
<laughs> no, it's kind of it's kind of human-like in its yeah, form. Yeah, not it's that crawling. I believe. There's something. Not that I believe. Smoking, you screamed, you shrieked when you saw this. Hold not on. that I believe. Wait. Okay. Wait. Wait. No. 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 Now that I'm analyzing, uh -huh. is there a chance that the wind blew and it's the leaves that have created this this figure and they're just like blowing across? Well, it, it was it was early in the, early in the morning. There yeah. was no, no there was no mist. We don't neither myself nor my husband smoke. There is no logical explanation in my mind as to what it is. It is purely and simply what it is. Which is what? Uh, well, I don't know. Some sort of human-like form crawling <laughs> across across the no, I'm on Hannah's side you, with this one. I don't think that have that's. Have you zoomed leads. in and zoom in on it? It's, it never changes its form. Yeah, you're right. Have you sent this uh, this video, any of this footage, off to anyone to to like really analyze it? Like who? I wouldn't even know where like to who? start. Who? Mocha? <laughs> who? Like who? I don't know. The university. To, who? You, th I so you think the uni Okay, hold on here, bro, bro. Okay, Mocha, Mocha thinks like the world works like it does in the movies, where you, Hannah, could send off this footage to, quote, the university. Yeah. And they have a team of co-eds who only do ghost stuff, uh -huh. and then you'd get an answer in a couple hours, right? Something like that? I'd be happy to do that, but yeah. like... It doesn't exist, that? Hannah. It doesn't exist. <laughs> like Oxford or Cambridge. No, One no. One of those places? You think they're doing this up at Oxford? Yeah. No, man. All they're doing is rowing. <laughs> um, okay, so so what now, Hannah? Well, that's it. That's it. That is what it is. And right. Um, and to also to uh, my husband. My husband's always been very skeptical, but um, when he eventually caught me up, I turned to him and said, "I think I've just seen a ghost." Yeah. And I've got it on. Have other people claimed to have seen ghosts in this forest? It's supposed to be haunted. Uh -huh. I mean, we. Oh, it is. I've never experienced anything else there, but it's supposed to be um, haunted by a grey lady. By a grey lady. Uh, by a grey lady, yeah. Uh, some of the comments on your post here on Facebook. Somebody said, "Definitely not a dog. That's a demon-like figure." Another person yeah, said, "Yeah, lots of people have said that." <laughs> yeah, you have all missed the man in the top right corner flying above the trees. Well, Hannah, um, you claim to have a uh, demon on film. On uh, your morning walk, which I think the most impressive part of this story is that you do seven miles before work every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a lot. Uh, Mocha is convinced that what you shot was obviously a demon. I don't know I if you, I don't know if you want to go back and listen to the, the, the shriek that he let out when he I'm, first saw your video. I, I'm, yes. I'm waiting, I'm waiting for it. it. I'm waiting for the results from the university. Yeah, Mocha suggests sending it all off to, quote, the university to finally get an answer as to what this is. And this, of course, was all filmed in the same forest where other locals claim the gray lady walks among the trees. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Hannah, thank you so much. Um, I think you've convinced you Mocha. Much. I'm a skeptic, but I think that you I think you got one. I think you got one, Hannah. Thank you. Right on. Thank <laughs> Thanks, you. Hannah. Really appreciate you, Take Hannah. Care. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. How's your arm? That ah, still hurts. Mocha's in a sling. Still. Um, what hurts the most? Mo yeah, Mocha was. You were BMXing with your kid at a BMX park, and you went too high off a jump. And, yeah, and like looks sick though. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't hit the landing, and I crashed into a wall. Yeah, and got. Uh, my collarbone separated from my shoulder, which is why I'm in a sling and working from home because I'm not allowed to drive. 
Well, I went outside of the house for the first time yesterday since yeah. Sunday. Yeah. Now, do you, it's like, is like Jenna helping you bathe and stuff? Like, can you clean yourself? No, no, no I can bathe. I can. I take the sling off uh, at least twice a day just to like just stretch my arm straight because right. of the the L position it's in right now. Yeah. All day, so uh, I'm uh, able to, to to shower, but I can't. So like parts of my body don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's soaked. what I was asking, right? Because right? one hand usually does some some parts, and then the other hand picks yeah. up the you know all the other work. But uh, so, the, so the left side of my body hasn't properly been washed since Sunday morning. <laughs> and what about Basically. putting what about putting a t shirt on? Oh my god, it hurts so much. Does, you know, the other day when we were on when I was on the radio, <laughs> on, I think it was on Tuesday. Yeah, right when I revealed everything, yeah. I was only wearing one sock because I can only get one sock. <laughs> yeah, on. man. What about going to the bathroom? I gotta sit. Yeah, but what about undo, what about how do you undo like the belt and stuff like that, or the zipper, well, or the but, button fly? How do you do button flies? Who says he's putting on pants? I've been wearing the same track pants. Yeah, okay, good for you. And then so you have to do that thing where, you, where where literally one thumb does the whole job, right? Like you put in there, you pull uh, yeah. a little bit down, and, and then you start moving that thumb around the yes. top waistband and here's, cinch here's him the down. Thing. Here's the thing that um, kind of saved me, yeah. right? Is that this injury is on the right side of my on my right shoulder, my right arm mm -hmm. that I can't use. Um, what's saving me is the fact that I'm left-handed, yes. right? Yes. So I could still type properly. I've actually got pretty decent with using my computer mouse with my left hand, and then switching over and uh, and typing on the keyboard, really? um, texting on the phone, everything on with the with the left hand. Yeah. yeah. But some tasks are definitely. Like, I don't I, know, the other day I had to open a jar of something and I couldn't. <laughs> so Jenna, Jenna had to open the jar for me. Right? So there's certain things that I can't do. I couldn't imagine trying to wipe with my left hand. Even the thought of, like, how I would maneuver my body if I couldn't yeah. use my dominant hand. Like, thank God it yeah. was your right arm and not your left arm. Like, I, I couldn't, ima I couldn't so imagine done. having to do stuff like that. I'd be so done. Yeah. Like, when I broke my shoulder, I broke my left. Right, uh -huh. so it was in the oh, so same, same, same thing because I'm I'm right-handed. It's all uh, it's all good, but yeah. oh my god! So how so how do those track pants smell? Are they okay? No, I'm probably gonna have to switch them up. Yeah, right. you should probably switch them up because when did the injury happen? <laughs> on Sunday. Sunday, okay, and we're yeah, now these were tra these track pants were fresh on Sunday night. Really? <laughs> we're Thursday. So <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> uh, yeah, still you, in pain. Are you? Yeah. Get, yeah, heading to the fracture clinic on Monday for yeah. another round of X-rays. Um, it, it, I mean, sleeping at night is what hurts the most yeah. because my arm, because I still got to keep the the sling on, so my arm falls asleep. Yeah. So I have to. I pretty much up like once an hour, and mm -hmm. then I sit up on the side of the bed. And I wait for the the blood to start flowing in my arm again before I can get back to sleep. So it's now, uninterrupted, or sorry, it's very much interrupted sleep throughout is, the night. Is Jenna your wife the type that just like Google's everything? You know what I mean? Like oh. as soon as an injury happens, like I would I would force because Catherine does the exact same thing. Like I could break my yeah, arm, yeah. and literally a half hour later, Catherine would come out of the office going, "I think you might also have lupus." Yeah, oh, you, you know what I mean? It would turn yeah, yeah, from yeah. one thing into another thing. You just got to heal, on, though, right? Injury on happened on Sunday by Monday, you know. 
looking to book an appointment to, to remove my arm. Right? This isn't good. This is not good. <laughs> what happened to your shoulder? SARS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello, Drew. It's Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good, brother. How are you? Good, man. Uh, we understand that you have a question for Roz. Go ahead. So me and my girlfriend, uh, we want to get another cat. Mm-hmm. And we're wondering, can this two cats share the same litter box? Yeah, I mean, it's it's best to give them their own, although they may just mm-hmm. choose to use the same litter box. We have mm. three big litter boxes for four cats. Mm. And do they all share oh, wow. or they all have like right. their preferred litter box? So the weird thing is, is that for some weird reason, and I don't know why, uh-huh. they decided collectively to go number one in one of them and number two in the other one. Is it because they all, like, maybe one day all did number one in one of them, and that's the smell that lingers, so they figure that's where we're going to go from now on? But even when I change the litter, I always move the boxes around, right? So I don't keep the boxes in the same order, and they always, they go number one in one. Really? And then, and I think one of them is, like, just doesn't care anymore because there's bad aim everywhere. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, but yeah, they go number one in one and number two in the in the other one. It's huh. the it's the weirdest it, thing. Yeah, is it is it like a territory thing? Like for for new cats that come into yeah, I don't a know. new house. I don't know how many cats do you have huh? now? Just one. We yeah, we just have one. How old? We've had two dot. Uh, she's. Going to be two years old in oh, April. Okay, so still baby enough that she's going to play yeah. with the new one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. Now, do you do you re- recommend like getting a, a kitten or like a foster cat? Jeez, uh, I'll tell you, we, I've, we've had all sorts of different kinds. We've had you know one year old cats that we just yeah. found in the backyard and all of this other stuff. Uh, but mm-hmm. I w- I will say that the the sort of perfect age to get a cat is like three months. Anything, any, okay. any, anything younger because mm-hmm. the, um, like mums teach kittens so well and kittens when they grow up sort of in those first three months with other kittens, they learn how to play and they learn gotcha. how to respond when they're playing too rough, right? And gotcha. so if you get a cat in that doesn't mm-hmm. know those signals from, you know, learning with other cats, mm-hmm. your, 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 your cat that you have is going to hate it because the cat's just going to be too rough. We've gone, we've gone through that. Um, but yes, your, your two-year-old absolutely needs a cat to play with. Yeah, yeah, because we, we've had two dogs, and, like, the cat just hated the dogs. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and, oh, so you're, yeah. getting, you're getting the cat a buddy. Yeah, we're, we're trying to, like, we, we thought getting two dogs would, would help. Mm-hmm. Right. And the cat just like looked at us and it's like, I hate you guys right now. You had a lonely cat. So you decided to buy it two dogs. <laughs> uh, one, one, <laughs> we, we started off with a golden doodle and then our son got allergic to him and then we had to give him up and then we got a toy poodle. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the cat hated that thing. <laughs> oh, no. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, she was just, very it, by the looks of it she looked very stressed out because it was like yeah. oh my god like these these animals don't stop you're going to be fine get a, yeah get another cat you're going to be okay yeah yeah you're totally right, you're you totally you're totally going to be fine man thank you so much Drew. appreciate you brother no problem no problem guys thank you the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast well it is friday the 13th that's true the first friday the 13th of 2023 there's going to be two. That's it? There's going to be one more in October, and I read that there are never more than three. Yeah. 
So if you're superstitious, maybe stay home today. <laughs> For God's don't tell people to stay home. <laughs> Just saying. I it said if. Be, it might be safer to no, leave No, even if you are superstitious, don't stay home. Stay home. Stay in bed. No. Stay on the couch. Oh, my God. Watch TV. Watch Netflix. I mean, it's a terrible Binge. day out, but, you know. Right? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe stay home. Uh, what do I know? Are you in a bad mood because damn it, Maury bothering you? Oh, uh, I was about Friday so 13th? busy. I was so, I had so much going on. And I haven't talked to Maury on the phone to be. When's the last time we talked on the phone, Maury? Realistically, real no, no. Realistically, when's the last time we talked on the phone? Do you think it's been a long time? It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm talking probably since we talked on the phone, like three, four months. And doesn't the heart grow fonder? No, no. Uh, no so this no, is what no, happens no. whenever. No, 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 no. David Mori calls Roz. You can never trust him because he always records a conversation. It's full PTSD, and it's not. Um, like, it's like not about not about business, not about anything other than nonsense, straight up. Yo. Hey, you're not busy. Oh, God, what? It's Friday the 13th. <laughs> what do you want? What Great Lake should you avoid on Friday the 13th? What? Lake Erie. Okay, knock, knock. <laughs> Who's there? Who's there? No. Knock, knock. Who's there? Yes. B. Yes, who? No, B. B what? No, knock, knock. Okay, who's there? Yes, B. Yes, B, who? I never said yes. <laughs> yes, you did. You totally did. Knock, knock. Who's there? B. B, who? B, where? It's Friday the 13th. Oh, for God's sake. Oh, Are you doing God. anything to celebrate today? Come on now. No! Uh, okay, okay, what do Italians... celebrates Friday... Okay, go ahead. You! What do Italians eat on Friday the 13th? Ha, ha, ha. That's not racist, is it? Okay. Are Italians a race? Well, Italy. Are Italians a race? (laughs) What? No, right? Knock, knock. Okay, fettuccine Alfredo. Are Italians a race? No, like Jewish. Are Jewish not a race? (laughs) No, Jewish is a race. Is it, though? Isn't it? Oh, my God. Is it a religion? It's a religion. But is it also a race? Good question. <laughs> so no Friday idea. the 13th has like a fear, like a phobia name for it. And I wanted to see if you could say it with me. Okay, you okay. ready? Okay. Yeah. Parasadekaviki triaphobia. The what? When you say it, I'll say it back. Okay. Parasadekaviki Try again. Okay. Parasadekaviki Break it, it down. Para. Para. What? That's not even a word. S K E V I D. S K E V I D. Okay. Skvedic. Yeah. Parasquedic. Say it. Okay. No. Parasquedic <laughs> triophobia. Parasquedic triophobia. There you go. Congratulations. So say it. No, uh, don't uh, don't demand me to do things. Ask nicely. Roz Weston, would you please say the Friday the Thirteenth phobia wo- word, Parashadevekia phobia, with me? That's better. No, thank you. <laughs> After all that? After all what? You are like, oh my god. What dude, pants I... do ghosts wear to the Friday the Thirteenth dance? <sighs> what? Boo jeans. <laughs> Oh, God. 
Parasitotrichophobia. Okay, cool. Come on, I'll, I'll say it, and you say it with me at the same time on three, two, one. Okay, go. Three, two, two one. one. Parasit. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Friday the 13th, y'all. Brony. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hello, Priscilla. Happy New Year. Hello. Happy New Year to you as well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you for asking. Uh, what's your question? Do you guys think you would have ended up friends if you met in the real world and neither of you were on the show? How long have you been listening to the show for? Um, Probably about 10 years. Oh, okay. So you know us all pretty well, personalities, interests, stuff like that. Uh, what do you think? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't think so either. Interesting. None of us. Okay, so if we weren't all working on the show together, would any of us have been friends, like, had we just met, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, like if we just, like, met aside from the show. I'll try and put it into, like, in, in, in sort of context that may make sense, right? Okay, so... If let's just say that Catherine, my fiance, and Jenna, Mocha's wife, worked together. Like, let's say they just wound up working together at the same place. Sure. And they became sort of friends. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, my God, our husbands would probably get along really well. Yeah. Right? Like, would we become friends it, because of that? If if we all hung out together, like, would Mocha and I sort of start this spark of where when we would then independently become friends? And no, I think that I think that when I, I think, think so. that when our wives were together and Mocha was there and I was there, we'd probably have a really great time, sure, and laugh then, and joke and everything else. But that would that. be it, uh -huh. right? That would that would be it. No, like if we would, uh, I can't see us just independently. Forget that scenario. Just like being in the same place at the same time to then spark up a conversation and then that led to a friendship. Absolutely not. No, I don't think that that would ever. No, happen. I don't. I can't. Even if even younger though, like we, there was just no chance of that mm -mm, happening. No. Um, Personality-wise, I think that Mocha aligns real well with um, who sort of like my friends are and what I look for in a friend, definitely. But like, would we ever be friends? No, I don't think so. Like, Shem, I, I think maybe like... You know what? I, I think you and Mocha probably would. Yeah. Maybe am I wrong about that? Yeah, because I think we have a lot of the same interests, right? Like whether it's music or wrestling. And so yeah. I think just sort of naturally we probably mm. would have. And being Guyanese probably also helps. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. might, might even have And we grew up like in the same, same neighborhood. neighborhood. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Our yeah. parents both still live in the same neighborhood, yep. not far from each other. Yeah. So, so there's I think like, there's more of a chance that Shem and I would have yeah. connected and became, became friends. Yeah, yeah. And then damn it, Maury, no. Like I just... I, I would never have even, I don't, I just, don't know. Just leave it at no. Yeah, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like Maury, like, do, would you, do you think that you would be friends with any of us had we just met? Like, Actually not. No, no. But after reading your book, I think that you and I would have been friends if we were in school together. No, I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what they, makes you say that? Because, like, I felt, I just felt that we would have somehow, if if we were in the same school... Right. I feel as though 
you'd feel sorry for me. You know oh. what? I agree with Maury now. You think I, so? You guys huh? would be like an odd couple in school. No. You know what I mean? Drog- no, but there's no way that their paths would have crossed. No, at no, all. But, but I no, think, no, but like, I like, think like if Maury and I went to the same high school, is what he said. Yeah. No, I know, but like I even still, even if you went to the same high school, for as small as your high school was, like yeah, yeah you would have known each other or known yeah. of each other. But as far as like hanging out outside of school, I don't think that that would have happened. No, I don't think we would have hung out outside of school. But I think that we, I think that. We we would have maybe, um, like, I don't. I know where you're going with it. I, I, know, st- I just don't want to say the words because I, I was about to say I don't think we would have hung out outside the school, but I think we could have had some fun inside the school. <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like I don't want. I, I can't say that, right? Because that's something. You know, I don't know. There's the dark room and the, 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 the auto, the the, the, the auto Monica, shop. Don't interrupt was, him. The auto shop was empty for uh, you know, for the, you know fifth and sixth period most of the time. Uh, but no, I can't see us ever being like we would never be friends because I. I I think that the, that just, you know, sort of goes with like if this show went away, you know, who would stay in contact, right? Like let's say let's say the show went away and we all knew like, you know, this wasn't something that was sudden, but like let's say we decided to end the show. Like who would stay in contact with who do you think? Well, and, how, I, and how often would you communicate? I would still stay in contact with Shem mm-hmm. and I would still stay in contact with you. I but just but don't... not often though, I don't think, right? I'd say pretty often. You think so? Yeah, I think yeah. we would still like do But we kinda... wouldn't see each other though. No, we wouldn't see no, each other. It would no. just be strictly text. Yes. Right? Yes. Um I no offense, Dan and Maury, but you and I don't have any common interests. So I wouldn't have any reason to reach out to you. I would send you like a message on your birthday and be like, yo man, happy birthday. It's January 10th, you know? June. Uh it's June 10th. Maury, <laughs> <laughs> Maury. Maury has this like Maury's about to buy his therapist a new car (laughs) no but I will say I will say this though I will say I will say this I think that what would wind up happening is that if this show went away and we decided to end it I think that the one part of this show that wouldn't go away is the group chat Uh and I think that it would be for a very very long time I think that we would all still do this show, but only do this show in the group group chat. chat. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like, (laughs) I I think that we would continue to do the Ross and Mocha show, but only it would be a group chat exclusive. Yeah, it would be an audience of four. An audience (laughs) of four, just ourselves. And we would still send each other, like, the Maury memes and and all of that stuff. Like, I I think that if the show went away, and uh, I, I, I don't know if we would ever see each other or how often we would see each other, but I can tell you that this show would live on and we would do the show in the group chat. Yeah. Definitely. Sure. Definitely. There you go, Priscilla. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for your question. That was great. Thanks for chatting, guys. Happy New Year. Uh, before we let you go, between Ron Zamoka, who's your favorite? I went back and forth on this one for a while, but I think I finally landed on a Roz. <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> Shut up, Maury. <laughs> You're the best, Priscilla. Thank Take you, care. Priscilla. I appreciate you. Bye. Have a good day, guys. Bye, you love. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. I'm starting to think that Maury trolled me today. Every now and then, Maury sends me it's like a super passive aggressive um, news story mm-hmm. with like no, like nowhere, no source where it's from, no date when it originated. But today, I open my email and the first thing I see from Maury is a news story. Let me read you the headline. You tell me if this is a passive aggressive this or not. Okay. Uh, it, it's good to be in a bad mood. 
<laughs> oh my god, that's so passive aggressive. <laughs> Grumpy people are more detail oriented. Right? Oh my god. I don't yeah. know if it's passive aggressive as much as it's like complimentary. No, that's just aggressive. That's uh, not even passive aggressive. That's blatantly oh. aggressive. Yeah, he meant to send that. Thank you. To you specifically. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right? You're and then welcome. of course, and the problem is that it pissed me off. Uh-huh. Right? So I've been You like, had to read it? I well no, I've been pissed off all day. I've been highly productive, oh. by the way. <laughs> so you agree with the been, story. But I've been pissed off all day. And there's some stuff that does make sense. So <laughs> oh, okay. Tell me, tell me, so the way that they like break what, like it what? down is they say that if you're going in for something like a medical procedure and the doctor seems like he's in a pissy mood, right? Uh-huh. That they got up on the wrong side of the bed. They say that you're actually in better hands or could be in better hands. So according to the new study, they found that bad moods can make people more detail oriented, and it's not just because they want to be less chatty, <laughs> which for me, that's what it is. Head down, do the work. Uh, the researchers say that, <laughs> talk to me. that mood and language uh, are supported by different parts of the brain, but there's a lot of interna- interaction, interaction going on between them. So when the people in the study were in a negative mood, they were more careful and analytical. They scrutinized what was actually in front of them and didn't just fall back on general knowledge and routine. So when you're mm. in a bad mood, you tend to focus on things yes. like detail because you're pissy. I've right? never met yeah. a more organized person than you. Morning. Listen, man. I, I would say focused. You already made it bad enough, Morning. I don't need to make it worse. You know what I mean? Just stop talking. Like, just stop. Like, just stop. It's not a compliment. Like, you were the first of all, you don't know how to give a compliment. You really don't. You've never, has more ever, you ever complimented anyone where they legitimately looked at you and went, oh my God, thanks, man. Never, no. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes. Incapable. 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 But anyway, so I'm like, I'm all for this. Grumpy people. Oh, you are? So you're happy that he sent you the article? No, I'm not happy that he sent me the article. You can't win. But you're happy that you know the information? Yes. Okay. 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 No, I'm not. I'm in the worst (laughs) mood right now. I swear to God. I swear to God. All right. But look at that. You're also focused. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Amy in Vancouver. Hello, it's Roz and Mocha. Hi, Roz and Mocha. How are you? Good. How are you doing, girl? I'm... I'm trying so hard to forgive my boyfriend for not being with me when my grandpa died. Oh, you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka, fix my life. How do I forgive my boyfriend for leaving after an argument two days after my grandfather died? He left me alone to go through the funeral alone without his shoulder to cry on. Now he keeps saying that he's sorry and that he'll never do it again. My grandfather is only going to die once. What does that even mean? I've had the worst two weeks of my life. He Uh, is back home. We're trying to work this out, but I'm still so very hurt. When you said that he's back home, like the two of you live together. Yes, we do. Okay. And how has the interaction been since he's uh, come back home? That's the thing. Like we're, we're trying to, it's so easy to act like everything's normal Mm -hmm. and I, I feel like he doesn't understand, like, what a hard time I went through while he was gone, um, like, four hours away at his dad's for two weeks. Two weeks. Visiting family and hunting and having fun, right? Oh, so that was going to be my next question is what was he doing when he wasn't with you during all that time? So you said he was with family, friends. So he's basically on vacation. Yeah, like having, it seems like it feels like he went and had a nice trip to visit his family. But yeah. Has he left before? Um, No. What was the argument over? 
So the plan was to go to the funeral home that morning. I woke up at nine in the morning and he was up playing video games. Like he hadn't slept. He was up. He was drinking and he was playing video games. So I got really mad and it wasn't good on my part either. I started yelling and then he being, you know, off no sleep and drinking was being really ignorant. And so I started saying, you know, get out of my house, go, go somewhere else and sober up. We'll talk later. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, no, I pay rent here. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not leaving. But then he's like, no, you know what? I'm going to go to my dad's. And he made the bus trip. So you kicked him out. Like, I I was, but not for two weeks. But you, like, but you, I, but you, but you kicked him out. Yeah. So it, it's not that he left. He just left for too long. Yeah. Now, so, during all this time, had he been, like, reaching out to you? Had he been calling you? Did he text you even, like, on the day of the funeral? Anything like that? Um. Yeah. Yeah, he did a bit. He, because uh, he went somewhere to stay the night before his bus the next day. So that morning, he texted me saying, like, you know, my heart, my heart's with you and your family and... So I, I just feel, I just feel like he should have waited until the funeral. But you kicked him out, though. Yeah, to go sober up. I know, but you 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 still like he was planning on going to the funeral and doing stuff with you that day, and then you got into an argument about drinking and video games, and you kicked him out. Yeah. So he, for for him, you were fine to not have him there. Uh, essentially, yeah, I was telling him like I'm not breaking up with you like you really shouldn't leave me alone right now so so you you got in an argument and you kicked him out and then even though he was gone he was still checking in with you saying i hope you and your family are okay yeah okay i think just based on what you're telling us that you're both at fault i don't think it was right that he stayed up knowing that he's supposed to go with you to the funeral home the next morning. I don't think it was right that he stayed up all night playing video games and drinking to the point where he couldn't be sober enough in the morning. Um, but I also think that it was wrong of you to kick him out. I don't think, but I understand like emotions were very high at the time. Yeah. Now did he at all during that time that he was away say to you through text or on phone calls, um, Hey, let me come back for, for the funeral. No. At any point, did you ask him if he would come back for the funeral? No, because as he was leaving, he's like, I'm sitting on the bed sobbing and he's yelling at me. And that was like, you know, the last memory I had seeing him. And I was just, I was so hurt. I was so mad. I don't even remember the days between when he left and the funeral. you You guys argue a lot? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So this is normal. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what, what wound up happening was, you know, these arguments are totally normal uh, for you guys. This is how you handle conflict, but it went farther than it ever had, which is you kicked him out, which, you know, was a big step. That's sort of like a big jump forward in the, 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 the dynamic that you guys have with one another. And I'm sure he wasn't feeling that he was abandoning you. I think that he may have been feeling like he was just giving you the space that you asked for. Yeah, he did say that, too. Oh, he did? Okay. 
Yeah, I think that you guys need to work on just conflict in general and figure out, you know, what it is that you guys fight about, you know, and, and work on that. If it's if it's the drinking, if it's you fly off the handle, if it's the whatever it is, it's it's not about this one time because this was just the culmination of many of these times. And it just happened to be on one of the worst days you've had in your entire life. But I think that if you guys are going to make this work, it isn't about him missing your grandfather's funeral. Yeah, that's a result of something. That's not the problem. That was just the thing that set it all off. Yeah. So yeah, you guys yeah. are gonna have some things to talk yeah. about. This isn't this isn't about that one time. This is about all the other times that led to that one time. That's true. Does yeah, that I add think. some sort of clarity, Amy? It does. It yeah. really does. Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much yeah. for reaching out. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys so much. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on KISS. I found this witch on uh on Instagram. You say witch? Yeah, yeah. She's a green witch, and I don't even know what that means. Her name's Ashley, and she calls herself the Green Witch. And, you know, I'm always talking about how Catherine starts blaming stuff on retrograde, right? Oh, Things being a retrograde. Mercury in retrograde, yeah. I know nothing about any of this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, cru- bad, apparently. I'm cruising through her Instagram, and then I come across this video, and I'm like... I need somebody to explain all of this to me. So listen to this. Happy dark moon in cancer. I just wanted to remind you to take care of yourself, your home and your family. The dark moon in cancer is a great time for self care and nourishing you. This afternoon, Mercury went into a trine with Chiron. And that's going to linger until tomorrow. It is great for heartfelt conversations and talking things through. Mercury is in Leo. Initiate the heartfelt conversations or be the healing conversation if that needs to happen. If you need to have apologizing conversations with somebody or tell those that you love how much you love them if you haven't done that today or haven't done that in a while. Hi, Ashley, a.k.a. the Happy Green Witch. How are you? It's Razamoka. I'm happy. Hello. Good morning. I'm happy. How are you? Really great. <laughs> um, so I, we needed to have you on the show. I came across one of your videos where you were explaining that things are in, um, uh, like, I, I don't even know, Neptune is in Cancer, and then this is in this, and you were going through and, and talking about how to sort of navigate your life through all of this stuff, and you really sounded like you knew what you were talking about, but I have no idea what any of it meant, because my fiance Catherine, is always talking about when something's in retrograde and all of this other stuff, and just because we don't understand and can't benefit from this does mm-hmm. not mean that the audience will not get something from this. So explain to us, you are call yourself a green witch. What is a green witch? Well, I just call myself the happy green witch. Okay. Um, if you ask me how I'm doing nine times out of 10, I'm going to say I'm happy. Okay. I like to live life on the happy disposition. Um, green, I like to, um, I chose the color green because I do prefer, you know, more natural earth side things, um, natural products and uh practice some witchy things and um, astrology can certainly be considered um, a, a witchy aspect um, but what you have, have tuned into um, was definitely some astrology talk. Okay, so what other witchy things do you do? Um, well, <laughs> uh, I definitely um, get together with some of my friends and we do some rituals and um, we cast spells. Wait, wait, like um, other witches? Well, yeah, they're also my friends. Uh-huh. And you do spells? But, yeah, we cast spells and we, you know, do do the witch thing. Like you cast spells <laughs> on 
the universe or like on people, individuals? No, generally we're casting spells to, to do betterment for ourselves. So whether oh. we're trying to attract things into our lives or change oh, okay. things in our lives. So nothing negative. I mean, if, I mean, if we're certainly dealing with some, some sticky people or some not so happy people, you can certainly do spells to um, try and make them become more aware of themselves so that they can better themselves. Okay. But I'm definitely not any, I'm not dark, so I don't do any of the negative stuff that um, some other people may. So here we are now in the, uh, in the, the middle of January. And according to you and whether it be astrology or the planets or everything, where are we right now? What should we be looking out for? Um, do you have any sort of advice or where are we? What's our situation right now? Today is Tuesday. January 17th. So this morning, the moon is going to go void, of course. Um, the moon is currently um, sitting in the sign of Virgo, okay. and it's going to go void, of course, which means it's going to be a good morning to take it slow and take it easy. Void, of course, means when the moon is actually transitioning between the planets. Yeah. Um, and it can take anywhere from minutes up to a full day. So that is, again, a good time to take it easy, take it slow. Um, it's going to move out of uh, Virgo and yeah. move into uh, Sagittarius. What does that mean? That's a good thing? Yeah, is that a good thing? Yeah, it's just like... Oh, just, okay, okay. Okay, okay. It just moves from one side to the other. Okay. We're, we're, okay, in a, okay. we're in a good spot? We're, we're always in good spots. There's always positive aspects um, to look out for when the planets are moving, but the, the moon moves between each sign of the zodiac yeah. every couple of days so it's always okay. shifting the in the zodiac okay by the um, way we're like talking I to said, ashley uh the aka happy. the the happy green witch um you mentioned before when we were talking um when we were playing one of your videos from from ig about mercury in retrograde and i've always heard about mercury being oh, in no. retrograde uh it's a bad thing right <laughs> is mercury the only thing that could be in retrograde or could like no. mars be in retrograde every as well every single planet goes into retrograde mars actually just landed direct on thursday um the 12th yeah. in the afternoon um so that happened and mercury is going to station direct soon okay it's going to go direct on the 18th so um tomorrow wednesday the 18th Mercury is going to go direct at 8, 12 a.m. So when Mercury... <laughs> Hallelujah, people, breathe. Oh, okay. Oh, so that's a good, a good thing. thing. It's oh, a good thing. Okay. okay. I thought you were going to say, and that's a bad thing. I see this all the time. Like when, whenever there's one of these news stories where some company got, uh, you know, cyber attacked and everything else, you know, half the people are like, oh, those Russians. And the other half of the people are like, Mercury's in retrograde. That's right. <laughs> right? Um, actually, you are a wealth of knowledge. And I really, Mocha and I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, however, I think that what you say, it would be a huge benefit to the people who listen to this show. And I think having somebody like yourself on who is a witch, um, is, is very beneficial and, uh, and, and thank you so much. And if we could call you back, like if you could give us the heads up on another day when something real incredible is about to happen or things that we need to look out for, or if some people have questions for you, uh, we'd love to have you back on the show. Absolutely. You guys can call me anytime you want to know about the planets. Can okay. I just give you like some heads up about the future? Please. Oh. Just some interesting stuff. So like in July, coming into the into the summer months, uh -huh. we're gonna have our first supermoon and we're actually gonna have four supermoons back to back. Oh. So yeah. So the first one's gonna be July 
third, and that's our buck moon. That's the name of the moon. And a super moon is named a super moon because it's the closest to the earth at that time. It can look up to 7% fuller and be 16% brighter during these times. I believe Buck Moon is one of the people Maury subscribes to on OnlyFans. I was just going to say, I know a guy named Buck Moon. (laughs) Hey, Ashley, if people want to follow you on IG or TikTok or anything like that, where do they go? We go to the Happy Green Witch. You're great. Thank you so much, Ashley. Thank you for having me. I super appreciate it. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Did you see that guy that went to a McDonald's drive-thru and they gave him a bag of cash? What? Like on purpose? So, no, I don't think it was on purpose because when you listen to the to the end of the clip, like he he goes back in and I guess returns it. But I guess they had their like their daily cash that they had to bring to the bank. But they they put it in a McDonald's bag. Now, I guess maybe they keep it in a McDonald's bag in the store in case anybody does come in and rob them. Like, nobody's going to steal a McDonald's bag that looks like it's full of food. But to me, when you're in a McDonald's outlet and you're handing out a couple of thousand bags full of food every day, the one place you don't want to keep the money is in a McDonald's bag. But listen, li- yeah. yeah, listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. I just guy. went to McDonald's, handing me my sausage McMuffin and this bag. Well, what's in this bag? Their deposit, just a couple thousand dollars here. Why would you guys do this to me? You know how bad I want this money? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I really want to give you a hug. When I was driving away, they called me back in to give me $200 and free McDonald's for a month. Free McDonald's for a month and $200. Maury, I will go to you on this. A decent enough reward? Not a chance. This is what? why when you find money, oh you don't my. give it back. That's Whoa, the reason right Jesus, there. Jesus, man. I don't oh, even know if damn. I can work with you, dude. I honestly, <laughs> uh, that, I honestly can we just don't. point out the fact that that is an opinion of Dammit Mori yeah. and Dammit Mori alone? Like, I don't even know. From a company, if you're going to give it back, they have thousands of dollars. You, they gave it to you by mistake. You gave yeah. it back. You saved yeah. them so much money. And they saved them so much money. They would have lost so much money if you didn't give it back to them, right? Man, they got insurance for stuff like that. No, but you just said that you wouldn't give it back. But this guy did. I know, but you said you wouldn't give it back. Absolutely not. So that's what we're discussing right now. Oh, yeah, no. That's theft. Is it still? Yes, it is. No, but is it it bad theft? What do you mean? Is it bad theft? What What's good theft? How, what? Stealing your heart? No, bad theft is like if you purposely <laughs> take it. Like, okay, what, like, theft. What, like what's <laughs> good theft? What's good theft? What's good theft? If they right? accidentally gave it to you, that's okay theft. That's no, that's not okay. <laughs> no, it's theft. not because you still know that it's wrong. Oh, absolutely. You still know it was a mistake. Okay, what would you be... still know that that money like is not yours? <laughs> okay, what would be what would be good theft? Right? Like what would be good theft? <sighs> Stealing from like a criminal. Steal from the rich. Give nah, to the poor? But that's still, yeah, I guess, sure. You but could, Robin Hood, stealing, you could right? Robin Hood the whole situation, but this guy wasn't going to. Maury would never do that. Maury would never steal anything and then do good with it. Yeah, Ma- no. Maury would never take, Maury would never do good. No, there's a very good chance if I kept that money, I would have bought groceries with it. <laughs> you would have went right back into McDonald's, Maury, and doubled your orders, <laughs> what you would have done. And you know it. They would have got all their money back eventually. <laughs> yeah, they big got time. Every single day. Twice a day. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, have you guys played trivia on Netflix? Trivia on Netflix? Tri- yeah. Triviaverse? Uh-uh. There's such a thing? No. Yeah. We played it uh-uh. last I, night. I always what? see it pop up on my uh, Netflix, but I've never selected it. Bro, Wait, we, you can actually play it or you play, watch it? No, you play it. We yeah, played yeah, it yeah, for yeah, yeah. hours last night. 
Really? Yeah, and you can. Don't play- you guys remember what? we talked about this like forever? No, nice, no but I never, I had never played it though. Oh, you never played no, it? No, okay, I never, so I never it. even seen it. So it's what? super basic, right? Like it's uh-huh. super basic. You get whatever remote you use, and mm-hmm. it, it tells you decide if you want to play alone. You can play alone, or it says decide in the room who's player one and who's player two, and then okay. it says player one ready, and and then it just like questions pop up on the screen that you have to read and then it's mm-hmm. multiple choice at the bottom you push and, on your remote? and with your remote you go down up left or right to where the answer oh. is oh that's okay. easy and so what are is... the subjects like or oh the... over the place like categories everything sorry. from like quantum physics to astronomy to justin bieber to netflix shows to sports mm-hmm. to like you name it but there's no rhyme or reason to them now you're like, super competitive so how would that go at your oh, house bro we like it got ugly last night <laughs> and then no, we... no no you got ugly. <laughs> no no Liar. No, because my who's co- the, okay. Who's the first one to put up a fight over a question? No, that, but it was a, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. No, no. Answer no, the question, no, sir. No, no. Who was it? You? Yeah, was it you? Me, yeah, of course. Well, it was. I, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, but you but my my co- my confidence was shot yesterday, even going into this, because Roxy was like, right, oh my God, Roxy gets home, she's like, uh, she's like, Dad, can you tell me about this math question, please? And I was like, Yeah, cool, Pfft, no problem, right? Yeah. So she goes, Okay. And I go, uh, I go. What's the question? And I have like, uh, like I have my phone in my hand, right? And I'm just yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like type it out. And I go, uh, okay, what's the question? She goes, nine uh, m equals zero point one one seven. What? Okay. So you and Google I, that. And I go, I go, but what's the question? <laughs> she goes, well, the question is nine m equals zero point one one seven. So you have to do what? And I go, I go, but rocks. What am I figuring out? And she looks at me and goes, the answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stupid. Okay. <laughs> and and so I googled it. I googled and did you it. Find the answer. What's the answer, bro? Uh, what do you have to find? M. I'm terrible I, at math. I, as well. I, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Right. I guess yeah. you do. So I googled it, and I still don't really understand it. But yes, you have to find M. But I don't know how you find. I don't know how you find M in nine M equals zero point one one seven. But apparently, you want to take a shot at this more. So, but it's nine, but there's no plus or minus or anything in between the nine and the M. No. So it's nine. You just got to figure out what M is. It's, and yeah. you have to figure out, is it minus uh, division plus <laughs> Well, no, subject? no, no. No, there's a formula. Oh, there's a formula that you, you should know. I don't know. No, neither did I. Is this what you I use, no bed idea. mass? I had no idea how to do this. I had no idea how to do this. But apparently the answer is M equals 0.013, which Roxy was then like, oh. Oh, right, and then she just Aww. like did it. But I have like I wow. am. This is grade seven, wow. grade seven math. So my confidence going into trivia verse was already shot. But to answer your question, Mocha, yes, I was the first person to pick a fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I just watched a trailer for uh, Your Place or Mine. Did you watch this yet, dude? What's you're gonna that? love it. What's Your Place or Mine? It's gonna be on Netflix. Feb 10th, perfect for Valentine's Day. Okay. And it's Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. Oh, that's a great combo, actually. Yeah, and it's it's a rom-com. Love it already. So Reese Witherspoon is a single mom who lives in L.A. Ashton yeah. Kutcher is, the way the trailer makes it seem, like her best friend for 20 years, and he lives in New York. Right. He's a single guy. As I mentioned, she's a single mom. 
And the two of them, the first night that they met, they hooked up. And then they just remained friends all this time. That doesn't work out, ever. And she's talking to him on the phone. I'll play you a little bit of the trailer, but she's like, being a single mom and stressing this and that. Yeah, yeah. And he says to her, well, why don't you come to New York, mm-hmm. stay at my place, I'll fly to L.A., and I'll look after your kid. Okay. Hey, Debbie. Happy birthday, Peter. 20 years of friendship. Can you believe it? How do you still speak to me? Do you remember the first night we met? Hooking up. Never stops being weird. So weird. (laughs) Debbie, you need to take a break. I just need to be practical, which is what you have to be when you're a single mom. Right. Right. Tragic. I got an idea. I'm coming to L.A. for a week. I'm going to look after Jack, and you can stay here. I don't know. You need help. Let me help. Taking care of Jack is a lot of work. I think I got this. I hope that you get what you want out of this trip. Find yourself a hottie. Maybe get waxed. Waxed? Oh, waxed. Waxed. Oh, well, that's just not going to happen. That, by the way, uh, Tig Notaro is in the movie as well. Oh, nice, nice, nice. As is uh, Jesse Williams from Grace. Oh, yeah. So it's a really good cast. Yeah. You can't date a woman who's got a male best friend for 20 years, though. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is That's, super no, weird. No, Trust no, me, it no, never no. works it out. Never, it's never a good. I've thing. watched too many videos on World Star to no, know. Thank how you. Right about that situation. <laughs> nah, and I, and I, there was a time where I felt weird saying that, like I was somehow I don't know, but no. Now that I'm. <laughs> The age that I am, I guess I can, you can just say when things are yeah. are, are, are weird. Twenty years—that's a long time. And a super have like huge a, red flag. A best friend of the opposite sex. No, uh-huh. no, it works in movies, right? It's this only in movies. It's it's a hundred percent fantasy. Yeah, because 100% you know, percent fantasy based on the situation, based on the trailer. Yeah, this isn't a spoiler alert. You know, yeah. at some point, like by like the end of gonna, the movie, like gonna, the like, two of them are going to get together, right? Of course they are. But like, you're going to get into some sort of disagreement or whatever. Let's not even say disagreement. Like, good news or bad news, whatever it is. And like, you're going to be in the house, and like, you're going to hear like your wife on the phone with her best friend, like talking quietly with like a guy. No, yeah, you'll never no. guess what happened at work. Today. No, no, I got the promotion I told you no. about. <laughs> don't like no <laughs> anyway uh, it, well, go watch no. the trailer it's really good i can't wait for this movie this is like i know it's right up your alley Roz. yeah uh, your place or mine with reese witherspoon and ashton kutcher netflix feb 10 the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast Yay! Uh, I only got a couple minutes here, but I got to play this for you because she just released it on IG this morning. But uh, we're five weeks away from the Super Bowl, which means we're five weeks away from seeing Rihanna touch down that Super Bowl stage. And here is the video, the audio of the video that Rihanna teased where it's just her in an outfit. And she doesn't say anything at all. Mm. But this is what you hear. It's been 2,190 days. Dude. Rihanna, we waited it's for It's been you. over six years since the nine-time Grammy winner. Rihanna is who everybody Riri, is waiting for. Riri, where have you been? We've been impatiently waiting for the last time that we got from Rihanna. The fans just predicted the end of Rihanna. And then you just see Rihanna standing there. Mm-hmm. You need me. That is so good. I started to wonder if Rihanna had actually been gone too long in music. 
No. I mean, yes, she has, but I think the excitement now for her to be on the Super Bowl stage. I think there's a generation of people who she has to become relevant to. I don't know, man. Her songs are pretty timeless, and they've existed. They don't listen to old tracks, though. People don't listen to old stuff. I have to like, side with Mocha on this one. I think that Rihanna, I think that... I think her audience... Enough young people I, I, have I th- heard the songs I, in the car with mm, other people. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying it's not going to be huge. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm just saying it's, it's a long time. Well, we it's have... a very long time. Five more weeks to go before we see Rihanna perform oh. at the Super Bowl. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yes, yes. What's going on? How are you, man? Good. How are you? Good. Just reading this article about Sean Mendez and his chiropractor. Are they dating or are they not dating? What? Ooh. Well, I know. Yes, they are. So, okay, well, geez, right? It's such an intimate thing. Like, I if was when just you start dating one. your masseuse or your chiropractor and stuff, and I don't know if this is true, but I will say this Sean Mendez is 24. His chiropractor, Dr. Jocelyn Miranda, is 51. Mm. Okay. So yeah, clap together. Yeah. I, why not? Yeah. Chef, why right? that, man? Right, 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 right up my alley. Yes. I understand. Yes. <laughs> now, I was Jim's like, yo, give me the number. Okay. okay. <laughs> 51 That hurts real bad. So, so I don't like to jump to conclusions, right? Especially when it's somebody that you actually think is a decent person, Sean Mendez, right? People I don't what like. What's wrong with that, though? I'll jump to all the conclusions. No. So here's my thing is that I'm like, come on, guys. Like, leave my, So th- there's pictures of the two of them going into his house, right? Okay. And I'm like, that's his chiropractor. It's Sean yeah. Mendez. Like, maybe he can't go to the clinic. And maybe he doesn't want people all up in his business that he's got a bad back or, like, whatever it is, right? But then there was also um, pictures of them out for dinner. And I'm like, okay, maybe he just happens to get along with his chiropractor. And they're discussing chiropractory stuff. Maybe he wants to invest in a new venture. She has something like that. Then there was also the trip to the farmer's market. Oh. What, you draw the line maybe. at farmer's market? Yes, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Hmm. You don't take your chiropractor. Come on now. No, I, for real. <laughs> like, yo, your back hurts here. You need like some fresh veg in your life. Let me show you which one's the get. Come on. What, roll an apple right? up and Come down your on. back? Come on. Come on. I will say no. this, though. Dating No, but if you date a chiropractor or a masseuse, it doesn't mean you're going to get unlimited massages. No, no, no. Those end God. quickly. Yeah. You the Shawn Mendes use benefits, you think? Like, what from do you mean? Who? Like, from who? I don't know. Like, like for, yeah, from, from Sean like, Mendes, is... Inc. He pays them himself. <laughs> no, but yeah, but, like, when you're at that level, I don't know. Like, is, like he he write, still... is, he write, is he writing it off? Like, that kind of thing? Uh-huh. Like, is, is he submitting receipts? I'm sure yeah, he is. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Do like, sure you, like, you think he gets, like, full coverage, 100%? <laughs> like, he's getting back at the end of the year? Well, no, I mean, no, I think that he probably like 80%? pays. 80%? I think he probably pays out of pocket, but I'm sure he has some sort of health insurance. Well, if he's an he, actor, that he, he's part of the actor's that, that, he, that he buys into. I'm sure he's okay. got some he's sort of like health insurance. He's not, like, with Manulife insurance. or anything? Well, I don't know. I don't I don't know his carrier, Mocha. It's not in the article. <laughs> like Sunlight? Okay. No, I mean, they go into detail about Sean Mendes and his 51-year-old maybe girlfriend. They don't tell me what yeah. insurer he's with okay, okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> yo but they're totally together the Roz and mocha show podcast podcast you finally watched the menu yet mocha oh my god did you yes. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch that joint on saturday oh, night yeah. What'd you oh think? my god original yo. like right like that's the, like you're so weird weirded out watching it because you're like i don't know what i'm watching because there's no point of reference for it 
Correct. Nothing made sense. No. And the entire movie, I was like, the d- detective in me was trying to figure out what was going on. Um, see, I don't want to spoil anything. What was going on and who knew what? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Did you watch it, Maury? I have like a half hour left. How do you stop that oh, movie? Man, you can't join because, the discussion. No, oh. because my, my husband doesn't want to watch it. So uh-huh. while he's making soups, I'll watch it. But why don't you just go in the bedroom and watch it when he's watching what? something else? Oh, I know. So I was lying on the couch watching it. So I've watched like 90% of it, and it's probably one of the best movies I've seen. I <laughs> love it. <laughs> one wow. of the best? I wouldn't wow. say that. I, I would go that I love it. I love it. I do like that. It's a good movie. Yeah, I do now. like that it was um, very, uh, like a very original yes. story, yeah. like WTF. Yeah, yeah. John Leguizamo, though, huh? My favorite, oh, so, it, right, like, so it's it's so, it's so, like, it's a chef who, listen, I don't know, what do they show in the trailer, that people die? Do they show that in the trailer? You know what, I didn't even watch the trailer. No. I did not, I, no. I went into this movie not knowing anything about it. Right, but the, the best, my favorite part of that movie is that everybody's just there for all sorts of different reasons, and the only reason why John Leguizamo is there is because Ray Fiennes, the character he plays, saw a movie once that John Leguizamo was in and didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like it's so petty. Like everybody yeah. else is there for these really intricate reasons, right? That took like yeah. research and details and like thought, and he was just there because he wasted one of his Sundays. Like that yeah, was just completely. such 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 a great uh, a, a great also, reason. Ralph Fiennes, like friggin' terrifying, huh? Dude, that's Voldemort. Like he, yeah, but like his just. Like brilliant performance. Yes. I just thought he was so good. I, I like know. Anya Taylor Joy in this. Like how she just doesn't I found, care. No, I found her distracting. Really? Yeah. I agree. I, I think they could have done without that character. I, th- I mean, I understand but, yeah, but you the importance somebody of there her that doesn't. That everyone else is there for the hype. No, 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 no. no. Exactly. I, I, I don't think she was the right casting for it. Wow. I think, but I think she's amazing in other things. I don't think she was the right casting. Because I like for, Nicholas Holt. I thought he played this. really well. Yeah, he's, he's just like a super fan. Yeah, he's just a psychopath. Oh my god, no. Nicholas Holt reminded me a little bit of Maury. Like of some course. of his. Oh, is that he did. why I love him? The so world much? is burning. <laughs> the world is burning. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to yeah, lie yeah. my way into everything <laughs> yeah, and watch completely. the world burn around me and just pretend it's uh-huh. not happening. No wonder also, I, love I know character. everything about everything. As long as somebody is making me feel special, you can kill all the people in the room and I won't care. Yeah. <laughs> what a great character. So <laughs> good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown. When did it, season two start, more? Sunday. Uh, Mayor of Kingstown is uh, Hugh Dillon and Jeremy Renner. Paramount and Plus. Hugh Dillon um, built this show with his uh, writing partner who uh, also does Yellowstone. And Hugh Dillon grew up in Kingston and always wanted to do a show based around the the prison that was in Kingston. And that's sort mm. of what this is. Kingston is Kingstown, right? Yeah. And and Jeremy Renner is It's a real the, place by the way. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And uh, Jeremy in, in Renner Michigan. Um Jeremy Renner is um the the sort of mayor who goes between all the prisoners and and everybody else. And I guess the season ended with like there was a big prison riot kind of thing, but um Jeremy tweeted so on Friday he was still in the hospital. And then um, he last night was replying to people and had said that uh, he was uh, 
outside of my brain fog, he says, in recovery. I was very excited to watch episode one of season two with my family at home. So Jeremy Renner's at home right now. Oh, nice. Because he, like, on New Year's Day was crushed, right? And, like, because at first they were, like, it was a snowplow accident. But, like, the snowplow he uses is, like, a tank. It's like 14,000 pounds that you sit in in a chair and drive. It's like a Zamboni. Oh. Yeah, it's like it looks like it's like a Zamboni and that's what Oh, well, so it's not like a like a no, regular snow like no, the, no. the kind that you and I like everyday no. people use. And he was helping somebody out of the snow and it rolled back on him and crushed his chest and apparently Ooh. he almost bled out before the helicopter got there. So oh it's like God, an absolute so miracle. So uh, Hugh Dillon, uh, co-star of uh, Jeremy Renner on Mayor of Kingstown. This is uh Dan Moore getting an update on Jeremy Renner from Hugh Dillon. Now, what your co-star in this is Jeremy Renner. And over the holidays, he had a tragic accident. And I do have to find out from you how he's doing. How are things going? Have you seen him? Have you talked to him? I wanted to jump on a plane when I first heard it. And 25 hours later, it was the biggest relief of my life because I got a video from him. And he's just funny and, you know, cracking jokes. And you know he's going to be a handful because now his family's around him. and And now he's on the comeback trail. So he's kind of, you know cocky and funny and sending me videos that are you know that I um I can't share with you because there's a you know a little bit of profanity in them but I've never been so relieved in my life because he's the captain I've worked with him intimately for the last couple of years this is a passion project of mine and this guy brought it I just I love that guy he's just funny and great and he's great to his family the crew loves him he's one of those individuals that you go I would like to be more like that. He's just, he's just got that, that, that kindness and humor all the time and in every situation. And even in this one, and he was, you know, he was trying to dig somebody out. He was trying to help somebody out New Year's Eve or New Year's day. And um, just, just, you know, it was just one of those things that was so brutal, but then the relief and, you know, he's on the comeback uh, trail right now. So he's doing good. Yeah. Jesus, man. That's, That's scary, wild. man. That's so scary. Does yeah. uh, Does Hugh Dillon play a cop in every single thing that he's in? <laughs> I, think, I, think I think he has to. May, Mayor, Mayor it has Kingston, to be in his contract, Flashpoint, right? Flashpoint, Yellowstone. He's a cop on Yellowstone. Yeah. Right? He I, has to. I think he was. What else has he been in? Let me let me go through his IMDb because I th- I literally think he's a cop that in every single thing he does. But he plays it so well. He's got I, that look. I think. It, yeah, I know. You know what I mean. The yeah, bald, bald, bald guy with that voice, yeah, right? Uh-huh. And no, and and not. And I think he's more country cop than city cop. Like I think he's, oh, he's far more. He gives suited. off those vibes. Yeah, you you don't get a grease shot. You get, think more city cop? I get like NYPD vibes from him. Really? Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, no way. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, here's uh, Damon Mori on Hugh Dillon and why he's always a cop. What can fans expect for season two? It's um, it's just raw. Well, to tell you the truth, it's 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 uncomfortable storytelling. Oh. If you are looking for something real and something exciting and something hypnotic and dangerous, this is the show. Now, you play a cop in this show, and you play a cop so well in, in so many things that you do. Have you ever thought of just being a cop in real life? <laughs> you know, I just, I haven't. No, I think that's... That gig is just too difficult. I know real cops that I've difficult, that I've, but you do it so well. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, you know, it's like you have to. You, you know, if you and especially if you're. I remember when I did Flashpoint. It's uh, it's in that opening um, first episode. It was so important to get that right because we were dealing with PTSD and 
Some of these guys have really difficult jobs and it affects their lives and their families. So you, you, if you're going to do it, you have to do it well to do, do it justice. Act, actors love that question, eh? When they're playing a character, like, would you ever consider being an Aquaman in real life? <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I mean? no, you know why and here's the thing here's the thing they have to like big up whatever it is that they are playing because they don't want to come off as being like disrespectful no, right uh, like he's what's he gonna say no i never want to be a cop like I that know, job sucks i know right? like right? he's not gonna say that he doesn't want to be a key at least he's an actor you think he wants to be a, a, a cop <laughs> now you play a jewel thief so well would you yeah. ever <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what i thought about it once the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Amanda, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. What's going on? Oh, nothing. I honestly did not think I was going to get through to you guys. This is pretty crazy. I'm kind of like shooken up right now. Well, oh. now that you're here. Um, no, nothing. I just wanted to tell you guys that like I love you guys. I've been watching or listening to you guys since high school on the radio. Wow. I think you guys are like super hilarious. Your banter is amazing from like Roz to Mocha and even Maury. <laughs> And damn it, Matthew, I just didn't, like, enjoy listening to you guys, and you guys really make my day better. I listen to your podcast when I'm walking my dog. Um, so, yeah, you guys are great, and um, keep doing what you're doing. You guys really bring people a smile to their day. Uh, so since high school, you said you've been listening. How old are you now? What's your life like now? I am 26 years old right now. Wow. Um, I work for the government. Um so, yeah, on my way to work, I also listen to you guys' podcast on the subway. Um, so, yeah, that's my life right now. So you were, like, how old? Like, 12 when you started listening? Is that the math? Uh, prop- I actually started listening when I was a little bit older. Okay. Um, okay. So in high school. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, I also used to take my parents' car sometimes and listen to you guys early in the morning when I'd sneak out. So, yeah, you guys have been listening for a while. <laughs> Perfect. That is amazing. Well, since you're on the phone, like, do you have any questions about the show or about the podcast, anything? Um, yeah, I actually did. I wanted to see if there'd be more of those segments that you guys have when you do games and stuff like that, especially the games with uh, Mocha and Mori. I haven't heard any of those in a while. What game? The rubber band game. <laughs> oh, my God. Snap. Yo, real yes, talk. Snap. Amanda, I'm going to tell you something right now. So we were asked not to play that game anymore. Yeah. What? By, Why? By, I love that game. Yeah. Not by the public, but yeah. by our boss. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because he thought that. <laughs> and this is real no, talk. This is real right? talk, Amanda. No, he thought that it encouraged other people. <laughs> To do the same and yeah. encourage violence. Yeah. So asked us to um, uh, to cool it on the game. <laughs> well, that sucks. That was one of my favorite games. I was like, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. It's, exactly. it's, it's torture trivia. Like, secretly, I'm kind of glad we don't play because yeah, I know after, you are. I know you are. I usually know you after, are. I got those bruises for like five oh, days, right? Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, uh, You've been winning a lot of the games, so I feel like you had better chances. Uh, Amanda, thank you for, for calling in. We love you. We appreciate you. Before guys. we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? It used to be Mocha, and I'm sorry, Mocha, I love you, but it really has been Roz. I will take lately. that win. Just out of curiosity, <laughs> what changed? Um, I saw myself a lot in Roz. Um, I see, like, the funny and outgoing side in you that... Uh-huh is a lot like me and then his very like uh blunt and honesty is just me and he's so unapologetically himself which i love 
which we all should be. So, yeah, broad. That sounds like a long way to say jerk. <laughs> not at all. Amanda, I knew you were going to do this, and I did not want that to happen. <laughs> your dedication over the years to the Raza Mocha Show means everything to us. Thank you. All right. Take care, guys. Have a good day. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Anybody uh, buy anything from that Twitter auction that went down? What Twitter auction? Tell me. What did I miss? <laughs> did you guys see that stuff? No. Yeah, I did, yeah. Uh, so uh, Twitter, their San Francisco headquarters, because it's like empty now, right? A lot of people work from home and like, well, half the company got fired. They have all this stuff inside the empty offices that they were auctioning off. They had things like desks and projectors, <laughs> and smart TVs and iMacs and lounge chairs and stuff like that, right? Buying a Twitter desk and having it shipped from San Francisco. Right? They were (laughs) unloading. So they have this giant, like, the the Twitter bird logo. Yeah. um, That lights up. Oh, right. Okay. So that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So the, the auction, by the way, opened up on on uh, Tuesday and then it was only live for like 24 hours. Yeah, right. And you had to yeah. sign up, obviously, to be a part of it. Um, but the light up Twitter bl- uh, bird logo uh, went for just over seventeen thousand dollars. OK. So about that. OK. All right. Yeah. Um, a bird statue, just a regular statue, Twitter logo statue, sixteen thousand dollars. Yeah. Uh, a six foot decorative planter shaped like the at symbol. There was that's the thing I wanted. I wanted that one. Four thousand one hundred dollars. Oh somebody bid for that. They had these like special espresso machines in the office. They had five of them, and one of them somebody uh, put up eleven thousand dollars for an for espresso it. maker. For an espresso machine. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's Straight also, did you mention the, the soundproof um, conference call booth thing? Oh, those no, cool, those cool, I didn't even see that. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. That's, that was the most expensive thing that went they're, on this auction. They're expensive to buy those things. Like, mm-hmm. there's a company that makes them, and they're these, like, isolation booths yeah, that, that yeah. they just deliver to you that look like a phone booth, and you can just stick yeah. them in a hallway, mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you go I in, and, saw- and they're, they're super soundproof. I would I just go. Like I would just Instagram go into. Something. I would just go into fart. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> then the fart will stay in there. Yeah, I, I know. Like that's really that's really yeah. all they. That's really all they're used <laughs> Close for. Close right? door. Good luck to the next person. Yeah, that's, no. those boots. That's that's the only thing anybody's using those boots for at work. Uh, into, but they were saying fart. that with this uh, with this auction of all this stuff that Twitter was unloading from their San Francisco headquarters, they were expected to make like one point five million dollars yeah. off of it. Yeah, I noticed that every single person on I was I was going I was on Twitter for a while yesterday just reading stuff. Everybody's mm-hmm. verified now. Every jabroni oh, in really? the world is verified. Every comment has a blue check mark. Every single oh, comment oh, because everyone's just buying it, right? Yeah, it's not special anymore. No, <laughs> no. So and I'm wondering the if they're going to do anything for like the OGs that were that were that There's were some verified. Some companies have gold, the gold ones. Gold? How do I get gold? I got to buy. Oh that. yeah, businesses, right? Yeah, yeah. Man, the gold I, one. Yeah, you got to get that premium. I bet you the guy who paid seventeen thousand dollars for the bird gets a gold star. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Duncan, it's Razamoka. Hey. Uh, Duncan is a Razamoka superfan, Raz. Okay. Duncan, back in September, showed up to Indigo Books mm-hmm. during your book signing. Oh, nice. Well, not at the bookstore. The release of your memoir, A Little Bit Broken. Uh, Duncan had said that uh, you had to leave early, right? Because of traffic or something? 
Yeah, I had a I had a babysitter and I couldn't stick around that late. Gotcha. Because it was a wild night at the bookstore. <laughs> it uh, was. Thank it was you for coming out. Uh, Duncan reached out because he said he had a question for you, Ross. Yeah, man, go ahead. So I'm going to set up the story a little bit, if you don't mind. Yeah. So uh, back in 2010, I was listening, looking for a radio station to listen to. And I was scrolling through the radio stations and I started going from the bottom end up. And I uh, I heard this voice that said, uh, hey, uh, hey, Mocha, you've been hitting the gym a lot lately, huh? And I hear a response, yep, getting my swole on. <laughs> and then... You respond and said, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know how I can tell you've got toit buns beside your... How I can tell you've got toit pants. What is that, toit buns with your toit pants? Okay. And, uh, yeah. and Mocha was like, yo, why you got to say on the radio? Quit it, man. And then Roz goes, come on, Mocha, come on. You know how I can tell you got toit buns beside your toit pants? And Mocha goes, all right, fine, how? And Roz goes... Because uh, when you left the room, you're but when. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. And, and my question is, my question is, yeah, what does that mean? Because I laughed so hard, and I didn't know if I was to be embarrassed or I was, I was. Like, I didn't know what to feel. You've been hanging on to this for 13 years that wow. like you remember yeah, the segment. It's like, who said what in the exact order? Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> um, I Roger, don't well, know, Roger, man. Do you remember anything from yesterday? You think he's going to remember from 13 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was hoping he would re- he would explain it later on because he went to a commercial break or he went to uh, like uh, music, but I couldn't. I was like, he's going to explain it. He's going to say it out. And then later on, he just kept going and going. And it didn't come out. And I just been holding on to it for years because I was at the bookstore and I was going to ask that question. And I stopped because I was like, that's a Roz and Mocha question. I didn't want to take it away from Roz's night. So, Jesus, uh, yeah. Man. Okay. So uh, what do you I remember have, about I, nothing, my booty? Nothing, nothing. From 13 years ago, Roz. <laughs> I think that maybe, though, like when I used to see, I'm trying to think. <sighs> I think that maybe when I used to see somebody who had like a visible wedgie, right, where you could see um, and they were wearing tight pants and when they walk, it sort of looked like their butt was eating their pants. Uh And I think maybe back in the day I used to go whenever I saw that. Was that the noise, Duncan? (laughs) That was the noise. Oh! I I think maybe that's what I might have been doing, but I don't know, man. That seems weird to me, dude. That seems weird listen, to me. Listen, I didn't say it. I heard it. Yeah. I'm just repeating it back to you. And, and of course, you know, 13 years, you don't remember every single no. detail. Not even I remember every single detail. But yeah. that was, uh, I just remember you making that noise and giggling right after it. Yeah. And I could, I was beside myself. Turn, it was around, the turn, most around, hilarious. For, turn around for a second, Mocha. <laughs> okay, shut up. Okay. <laughs> That's exactly what most said. Shut up on the radio. <laughs> Duncan, you are the best. Your dedication to the show means so much to us. Uh, thank you. Before we let you go, though, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I knew you were going to ask this question. I've stressed out about this, done Excel sheets, had nightmares. And I at one point, I would answer the question in my head every time you asked anyone else. And I Got to the point where I was like, I got to stop asking the question, asking myself, answering the question. And then one day it just dawned on me that one person had something the other person could never have. And my favorite's Roz. What does Roz have that I don't have? (laughs) Uh, I don't like, I know he doesn't like that, like people explaining why, but uh, it's his voice. 
that's what caught me on the on the station. And just the fact that he said what he said uh, made me stick around. And then after that, I just became a loyal listener. So I made a wedgie know. joke 13 years ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? Take that win. You got whatever, it. Whatever you got. You know, you get what you get. Ah, <laughs> uh, Duncan, you're the best, bro. We love you, man. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. Thanks right for putting on. Right all, there. All right. Bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Yo, you see this? Uh, Job posting at Netflix? Oh, yeah. So, no. Netflix is looking for a flight attendant to work on one of their private jets. What? So, the description on the website is the ideal candidate will be able to operate with discretion due to the nature of discussions being held by individuals who might be flying on the jet, Mm -hmm. top executives, their families, and their guests. Uh, Additionally, Mm -hmm. the flight attendant will be expected to embrace our culture, which places a strong emphasis on operating with freedom and responsibility, with independence and a lot of self motivation. They have to be able to lift 30 pounds, no problem. (laughs) Right? Yeah. No problem. Uh-huh. Uh, but the job pays, mm-hmm. the salary pays up to $385,000 a year. Done. So Listen, yeah. you want to pay me for no spoilers? <laughs> right? Yeah. Is that Done. the best? $385,000 a year. Bruh. Every single flight attendant, everyone in the airline industry, you know, is going to be everyone is going to be applying right? for that gig. Me? That kind of money, and all I got to do is lift thirty pounds. <laughs> but isn't there a warning? It says lots of standing. Yeah, you have to be able to stand for a long time. But I think that that goes without question. So what? Right? Who cares? I'd stand for a long time. Right? You want yeah? me to do that? You got to travel stand around. And shut up. They're they're like listen, you you're going to be gone for a long time too. Okay. <laughs> Thank uh-huh. you. And also you have when- to be, you have to be based out of California. Fair enough. <laughs> cool. What else? <laughs> what else? <laughs> I got to lift 30 pounds easy. Yes. I cannot believe that. But yeah, you're right. Part of the, it's so interesting that part of the job description uh for working at Netflix is no spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, right? completely. Like, like that's, I think that's got to be like the most important. If, if you have to rank everything yeah. in order of importance, uh, no spoilers has to be number one because you could only imagine what kind of meetings are taking place, right? Unless we're like exaggerating and and you know these important meetings that we think are happening yes. aren't actually happening. And, and, right? and also, it's twenty twenty three too, so you know that like you know, especially with a company like Netflix and some of the problems they've had in the past, like this job as a flight attendant on Netflix's private jet, like you're not mm-hmm. gonna like part of your job description in twenty twenty three isn't going to be like also you have to find them cocaine you know like like that yeah. like, like like it maybe would have been at some point yeah. in time on a corporate private jet right when we're entertaining uh-huh, uh-huh. clients like your job is you're gonna have to like you know what do yeah, you yeah, what, yeah. Do you, what do you know about heroin and prostitutes <laughs> right like yeah, you, you, don't yeah. have to, you don't have to do that stuff anymore but you just carry no. their bags what stand you just around lie on the resume yeah. going i know everything everything <laughs> everything yeah. you have to think somebody left just all you have job. to do Say what? You have to think somebody left this job for it to become available. Well, but didn't, I mean, Netflix lost like $1.5 sure. billion dollars last year, right? Like a lot yeah, of people yeah, yeah. left the company. But yeah, the- Listen, r- how much is that salary? 385000 Well, sorry. They say um, uh, between sixty dollars and $385,000 a, a year. Right. That's a, that's a, that's a, there's a lot of room for bonuses in there. What you have to do uh-huh. to earn those bonuses, I have no idea. You have to lift 30 pounds. 35 pounds maybe, right? 
Yeah, and keep your mouth shut on the new season of Jeannie and Georgia. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Yo, Liz, are you there? I am. Uh-oh, we could tell in your voice something serious is happening. What's going on? Uh, well, I just I think I may get locked up this year for killing my mother-in-law, unless you guys can seriously help me. Damn. Jeez, you need some help. You, you wrote us this. admitting something like that on the uh, radio? Uh, Rosa fix my life. You wrote us this, Liz. My husband and I have been together for 10 years uh, this year. Throughout our relationship and subsequent marriage, I've been battling my mother-in-law this year has made me hitting my breaking point and I don't know what to do or how to approach it or her anymore. She makes comments about how I'm raising our daughter, what clothes she wears. She's extremely jealous about my family and actively comes over without an invite. I don't know what to do or how to handle the passive-aggressive comments, the trying to take my baby from my arms or the sheer disrespect anymore without getting rude. Damn, that's a lot. Yo, Liz, what's your husband saying about all this? Yeah. So he just says it chalks it up to her being old and not being able to change her ways. So I just kind of have to move with it or we have to kind of come up with lies on how to handle it. This isn't about your mother-in-law um, being old and set in her ways. This is about your husband being a <laughs> and not wanting to stand up to his mother. Thank you. So, like, I just don't know how to approach it anymore. Thank you for finally admitting it. <laughs> if he recognizes that there's something wrong in the way she behaves and what she says, do you not say to him, like, you clearly see that this is happening. You need to say something. I do. And then it pretty much is like, I'm not good with confrontation. I don't know what you expect from me. I've like layered out like and laid it out for him. Like, okay, like maybe we can go in together and have a conversation with her. Give her these examples that happened, you know, earlier today, for example, because it's not just you know, one experience that we're having, like that I'm having, it's like multiple ones. He's got two women in his life that love him, right? He's got his mom uh, and he's got you and he would like to keep it that way. So his whole thing is to, you know, pretend that it's not as bad as it nearly as, as, as it is and just hope that she dies soon. Right. <laughs> like yeah. wait it out. Like you guys, like he wants to run out the clock. Where you want, you know, the, 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 the time to be a little bit more sort of cordial and uh, maybe even have some fun with your in-laws, God forbid. Um, but I think that this is clearly is a boundaries issue. And obviously your husband is very reluctant and has never even thought about the idea of setting up some sort of boundaries with his mom. You know, he never, it sounds like to me, he never had to worry about anything. And he doesn't want, you know, you to sort of, you know, ruin any of that for him. I get that. So then, like, how do I approach this anymore? Like, I find that with me, he doesn't expect me to do all of the things that his mother does. Like, I don't ask as many questions. Like, it comes, she calls him every single night on his drive home mm-hmm. uh, just to ask how things are, you know, probe questions about where I'm doing, oh, which okay. is fine. Yeah. Um, but it's like. I don't know anymore, like, how to have that relationship. I want to have a great relationship with my in-laws. Like, I want to bring my daughter around, but it's come to the point now where, like, I don't even want her around. Yeah, I think that you need to have, this is the conversation that you need to have. You know, uh, you, you, I think that you can sit people down and say, hey, listen, this relationship, you know, it's not ruined. It's not past the point, but there's some things that need to change. I think personally that the big conversation really has to happen between you and your husband, not you and your mother-in-law, but that's for another day. 
but I think mm. that you you can. I don't know. It sounds like the two of them have been having this conversation a lot. And he, she's just not, Liz isn't, not winning, but like the husband isn't stepping up. He's not going to do anything. Right? No, it's been it's been going on for 10 years, honestly. Yes. It's just yeah. gotten worse since having, obviously, a kid, right? Because yes. yeah. they want no, that relationship. The conversation you're going to have to have with your mother-in-law, Liz. Okay. Yeah, All like, right. do, do you understand? Like, your husband is so like, you do you understand like how weak you have to be in order to accept living a life where your wife hates your mother and your mother hates your wife? Like, do you <laughs> like that? Is like you're so like where you can live in that world and not try to stop it? Like, it's crazy to me that he's accepted this. It's it's wild Sorry. to me. It's wild. Sorry, you're married to a loser. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to me because he's not that way with me. He does he no. doesn't take, handle anything take anything from me, but from her he'll take the stars and the moon yes. and just chalk it up as old age. Yes. I'm like I would I would love, would love that excuse. Listen, would love that excuse. Your husband is not the first husband to try and run out the clock on his mom. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's good to know too. <laughs> right. He is not the first one who's just like, oh God, this will all be over soon. You know, let's just not like why why ruin her last couple of years, right? Like he doesn't, you know, she's an old lady. He doesn't want to, you know, send her into her her final years knowing that you know he had to stand up to her. Who the hell wants to do that? But so then you're gonna have to do it. Okay. Yeah. All and, right. and you can have that com- and you can that. have that conversation. Two women sitting down having just an honest conversation. You know, everything on the everything on the table. You're a mom. She's a mom. You know, you guys can work this out. Okay. And then say, by the way, you raised a a, a fine young man who grew up into a boy. Oh, wow, damn. I think that would hit well, yeah. especially with the yeah, passive aggressive like nature that. that she loves so much. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Thanks for reaching out, Liz. Have a great day. Thanks so much, guys. Have a great one. All right. Bye. Looking for some advice? Be a part of Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. Text FML to 925 Kiss 92.5. Oh, yeah. I love this part of the show. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Mocha. Uh-huh. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Kanye West up and got married again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Sensori. This is a tough guy to marry, huh? Uh-huh. Jeez. Who? You got to overlook a lot. She's a, an architectural designer. Looks a whole lot like Kim Kardashian. Kanye definitely has a type, mm-hmm. right? Um... They had some sort of wedding ceremony. It was very small, um, but it doesn't appear, according to TMZ, that they uh, filed for a marriage certificate to make it legal. So it may have just been oh, a ceremony. I mean, you know, you, like you can still say that you're, yeah. you know, you, they haven't done it yet. Yeah, they basically. So let me. It's let on me, their to do list. Let me refresh. Let me refresh. Kanye may not be married, but Kanye definitely had a wedding. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. That, if that makes sense. So uh, she's blonde now, though, but all the pictures of her, she's got like super dark hair. Looks very much like Kim Kardashian, too. Mm. Like very much like her. Uh, also, well, we're talking engagements. Uh, Nick Vile from The Bachelor World. We know Nick Vile from seasons 10 and 11 of The Bachelorette mm. before doing uh, three seasons of Bachelor in Paris- Paradise and that he became The Bachelor in 2017. Uh, Nick Vile, uh, 42 years old, uh-huh. uh, engaged to 23-year-old uh, Natalie Joy, who they met uh, They met a few years ago after she slid into his DMs. Oh. Yeah. That's yeah, sweet. Work. 
It worked. <laughs> yes. What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. I mean, look, there's hope for people out there who do things like that. Why do you care about that? Why are you concer- so concerned whether it works, You're whether you slide married. into somebody's DMs? No, I'm, just, I'm just saying that if this is what you want to do, here's proof that it works. Right. Because, because, uh, be, because up to this point more, you've had no luck, right? No, I'm a married man. Oh, <laughs> yes. At Shem, by the way. There you go. At Shem, by the up, way. Brother. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Miley Cyrus dropped a uh, new single and video for her track Flowers off her eighth studio album, which is coming out called Endless Summer Vacation. I can buy myself flowers. Good. This sounds, like hmm? this sounds like something. So, according to the stories that I'm reading, mm-hmm. this song Flowers by Miley is in response to Bruno Mars' When I Was Your Man because right. it sounds similar. And in the song, he says, because he regrets that the relationship went sour, and he said, I should have bought you flowers. Right. Right? So, if you remember, the Bruno song sounds like this. Because when Miley released on IG the teaser where she's standing in the shower, like she's taking a shower singing the song, yeah, because we hadn't heard the song before, even a sample of it, everyone was like, oh my God, that sounds just like When I Was Your Man by Bruno Mars. So she purposely did that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's ever been done before. Because this part right here, listen. Right. Right. Did they have something like between the two? It feels know. interesting to respond to a song, right? Yeah, it's very like. Is this about Miley? Did, did, did they have a? They couldn't have had I a thing. They didn't so. have a thing. I don't, I don't think so. I think so. she just loved the song and was like, "I can respond to this." Yeah, because then you get this. feels like a response. It really does. It sounds personal. Yeah. So he needs to do another one going, thanks for the flowers? I don't know. Uh, one of the headlines for this song says, are Miley Cyrus's flowers lyrics about Liam Hemsworth? Oh, maybe. There's a bunch of articles out there saying she dropped the song yesterday, which just so happened to be Liam Hemsworth's birthday as well. Oh, right. So right, this right, has got to right, be right. about him. Yeah. Anyway, it's Liam, a Liam Hemsworth, I mean, that was, that was a weird one. Like, you marry Miley Cyrus, and then you get mad at Miley Cyrus for being Miley Cyrus. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was, that was a weird like, bro, one. Bro, you know. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Taylor Swift shocked fans in London the other night when she uh, jumped on stage to perform Antihero for the first time at the uh, the 1975 gig in London. You do. Somebody else's concert and Taylor Swift just walks on stage. Incredible. Right? Like, Incredible. That's kind of so wild to me. Oh, man. The more 
Can Taylor Swift just hurry up and announce Canadian dates already? That's really weird that it hasn't I'm happened. I'm telling yet. you, it's not going to happen. You don't think so? I Why? No, it has to, man. It has She's to. She's the type of person that would have said something or done that already. I don't know. No, it's gonna happen. It's just hurry weird. Up that, and it's just it. weird that it hasn't yet, though. I, I don't wonder know what if the holdup is. The whole debacle with Ticketmaster. No, but they're trying to figure that out. No, because so the, it doesn't. That all happened afterwards, though, right? Like they yeah. would have. They would have announced. They would have announced. I yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's a. It's, I really it's very want to go to this concert. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the LCBO uh, had a data hack on their website. They Uh-oh. said we can confirm that an unauthorized party embedded malicious code into our website that was designed to obtain customer information during the checkout process. Customers who provided personal information on checkout pages on its website and proceeded to its payment page between January 5th and 10th may have had their information compromised. Uh, That could include your name, your email, your mailing address, and your credit card information. They say we recommend all customers who initiated or completed payment orders uh, on lcbo.com during this window monitor their credit card statements and report any suspicious transactions to their credit card providers. Uh, orders placed through the LCBO mobile app uh, were not affected. So if you use the app, oh, you, okay, were, you were okay. Good, it was, good, this good, was good, just, good, uh, this is, I, I, to me, I, it's so cumbersome to use the website. Oh, I just really? Go, yeah, I just go in the store. Oh, do what do you use the, the website for? I use the app. Pre-order. Pre-order? Wait, yeah. How difficult is it to just walk in and grab a can? Well, you know how easy it is? <laughs> I. But then you got to wait for the guy to like show no, up and bro, give it to no. you? Dude, let me tell you about... This day and age. Yeah. You need to embrace technology. I I embrace technology. When I know what I want from the LCBO. See my phone? I go to, <laughs> Yeah, it's a mess. Okay, <laughs> I go on the app. Yeah. I select everything that I want. Right. And then I'll get an email like 30 minutes later or an hour later saying your order is ready for pickup. Yeah. I show up. It's already at the front, boxed up and everything. Okay. I show my ID, sign the paper. I'm in and out of the store in less than five minutes. So am I. You know what I do? I park my car, I walk into the LCBO, I get what I want, and then I yeah. pay. I don't have to sign anything. I don't have to wait for the guy looking no, for my box. No, 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 no. <sighs> my trip to the LCBO is way more convenient than your trip to the no, LCBO. You know why? You know why? No, no. no. I walk in and out. I know, but you do it too often. No, I don't. That's what are you talking about? You shut up. Were you there yesterday? No. Were you there on Thursday, on Wednesday? Let's not get into this. Okay? You were there on Tuesday. I, I just stopped talking. I wanted to talk about were a bloody data breach. Let's not talk about my, <laughs> I told you last time I went to LCBO, I was at the checkout and she's like, do you want your receipt? And I was like, no, thank you. And she goes, okay, see you tomorrow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Lisa Marie Presley uh, passed away at the age of 54 oh, after a terrible. cardiac arrest. Um, and Terrible. she ran the uh, the the carpet at the Golden Globes the other night and did like all the after parties and everything else. Um, but one of the clips that is sort of making the rounds was one of the last people to talk to Lisa Marie Presley was uh, Billy Bush from Extra. And there's a clip of the interview that he did with her where she is with a longtime friend and I think former Elvis manager, a guy named Jerry Schilling, who's 80, and they're on the, the carpet together about to talk to Billy Bush. And you can hear Lisa Marie say she's, she seems very unstable physically hmm. um, on the red carpet. And you can hear in the, in the middle of the interview say, I'm going to grab onto you and she grabs onto his arm to sort of stable herself and she doesn't and she's slurring a little bit but uh, this is uh, that clip with uh, Billy Bush 
Wow, tonight will be a, a wonderful night for Elvis. Yes, I hope so. And have you gotten to know Austin Butler a little bit? Yeah, I, I'm gonna grab your arm. Yeah. Um, a lot, a lot actually. I and adore him. When you first saw him, what did you think? You mean in the movie? Yeah, just saw him, yeah, in the role. I was mind blown, truly. I actually had to take like five days to process it. Um, yeah, so, uh, and then Billy Bush uh, commented uh, after the fact, after it was announced that uh, Lisa Marie Presley uh, had passed away. So this is Billy Bush uh, reflecting on that interview. She struggled throughout her life. She's been to rehab five times. Um, she was there as a little girl and found her father. Uh, she went through it with Michael. She was, you know, famous for saying drugs have sort of defined my life from my father to Michael. I mean, this is a woman with an enormous amount of tragedy around her and she makes it, you know, to 54 years of life. How difficult with the left two years ago, her son, Benjamin took his own life. I mean, in, in unfathomable, unfathomable amount of sadness and pain in her life. It's just, it's and just crushing. But, you know, to, to think two nights ago, it did not strike me that that would be, you know, that, that something like this could happen. Although I did say, hmm, she does not seem to be in the, in the best place on that red carpet. Oh, yeah, but super yeah, sad. Um, married to, uh, to Michael. To see, what's Michael, up, Maureen? I was going to say we should say who Michael is. Yeah, Michael Jackson. If you remember in, when they came out at the VMAs as husband and wife and they kissed and it was that super awkward moment, which mm -hmm. was weird because like he was the king of pop and she was the daughter of the king of rock and roll. And then her other marriage to Nick Cage, who Nick Cage was like an Elvis super fan. Mm -hmm. And then he married Lisa Marie and then she went on to marry uh, uh, Kehoe. Uh, and then had uh, had the kids, but uh, who gets Graceland? And that is the that's the 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 question well, she right said a now. Few years ago, that she sold it. <clears throat> no, 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 no. She didn't sell Graceland. So Graceland remains um, as the really the only thing left in the inheritance. Um, because she inherited famously in 1993, 25, uh, on her 25th birthday, $100 million, Ooh. and then recently said that uh, almost all of it had disappeared thanks to mismanagement and bad investments. Oh, my God. Um, but Graceland remained, and so that will likely be passed down to her three surviving children, uh, Riley Kehoe and her twins, uh, uh, Harper, Vivienne, uh, and Finley. Um, Riley Kehoe, she's great. You ever see Logan Lucky? Mm -mm. You know that movie? You never seen Logan Lucky? Mm -mm. Oh my God, Logan Lucky is one of my favorite movies. Who's in that again? That sounds it's, familiar. It's Channing Tatum. Yeah. Um, uh, James Bond. What's that guy's name? Pierce Brosnan. No, the D other one. Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Oh, Daniel Craig. And Kylo Ren. Uh huh. Who's that guy? Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. And Riley Kehoe, and somebody else that's really great. It's a heist movie. Oh okay. Yeah, it's amazing. Logan Lucky is so good. One of my favorite movies of that year, and it did—it really did nothing. But Riley Kehoe is so good in that movie, but uh, so super sad about um, Lisa Marie Presley. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, the National Security Agencies uh, in the U.S. who study UFO sightings and log these things mm -hmm. say hundreds of new UFO sightings and reports have come in way more in the past two years 
than in previous years. In total, 510 unidentified aerial phenomenon were observed in protected airspace or near sensitive facilities that have been compiled as of August of last year. More than half of those new sightings, most of which came from Navy and Air Force pilots, exhibited, quote, unremarkable characteristics, according to the report. 26 were characterized as drones, 163 were labeled as balloons or balloon-like entities, and six were described as clutters. So that leaves 171 sightings, some of which, quote, appear to have demonstrated unusual flight characteristics or performance capabilities. So that is, out of the 510 last year, 171 from people who know what they're looking for and for people whose job it is, is to say exactly what these are and shoot down the rumors, mm-hmm. 171 are completely unexplained. Yeah, so watch yourself. Watch yourself. Because you never know. You never know, right? Isn't that crazy? That's a lot. 171? That's 171 too much. That's a, thank you. That is 171 too much. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yeah, let's do. Uh, you want to do Brian Cranston talking about how high Seth Rogen was at the Golden Globes? Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, Cranston was on with uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and I guess like he's not even like super close to Seth Rogen, but he just happened to be there when Seth was going through a trip. He was at the Golden Globes, high on something, very high on something. And he said he was so high that you, who he didn't really know, came up to him, pulled him aside and asked him if he was okay. (laughs) There were two things that tipped him off that he was really not okay. Okay. One, he wasn't laughing or talking to anyone. He was up against the wall, just like smiling. (laughs) Yes. And I thought... I either call 911 or something. <laughs> and then the second thing he said, I think he thought I was Drew Barrymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew something was wrong. Yeah, well, that's weird. Something yeah. was wrong. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Hey, have you seen the trailer for Mandalorian season three yet? Oh, did I ever. Here, play a little bit for me. Our people are scattered. It's like stars in the galaxy. What are we? What do we stand for? Being a Mandalorian is not just learning about how to fight. You also have to know how to navigate the galaxy. That way, you'll never be lost. I'm going to Mandalore. So that I may be forgiven for my transgressions. Bro. Like, come on. This is the way. Oh, yes. Sure is. There's something dangerous happening out there. And by the time it becomes big enough for you to act, it'll be too late. This is the way. Right? This Looks is good. The so, damn first way. of all, in the trailer, lots of Grogu, right. lots of Baby Yoda, right? Tons yes. and tons and tons. Also, Paul Sung Young Lee is in the trailer for season three. Yo. So, that means Appa's character has to be a huge part of the show, which is amazing. Oh, I don't know if you've noticed, but the outfit that he's wearing, yes. his uniform, is quite different. So, 
one would assume he's moved up the rankings. Yeah, he got a promotion right? because he was a oh he was a pilot God. in the la, in the yeah. in the last season, right? I know. And then he appeared in I think two more episodes yeah. in the last season, yeah, and uh, him, just though. like fan favorite. So really of course he's back. Great. I love I Can't love wait. that for him because he's such a fan and everything else, and it's just awesome. Uh, and then uh, Pedro Pascal also in uh, The Last of Us. Did you see this yet? So it's mm. this new show. Did you watch on, it? Yeah, I watched episode one. So it's a new show on HBO. It's like their new big epic-y type thing. So it was yeah. it was Game of Thrones, and then it was Dragon, and now it's uh, The Last of Us, which is based on a, a video game. The first one came out in 2013, and then I think the sequel came out in 2020, and it did, like, I don't even know, like tens upon tens of millions of copies. Uh, but it is a huge show, and yeah. it, it's a, it's a, there's a, a fungus that infects humans basically okay. turning them into zombies so it's like a zombie apocalypse show yeah where he's a smuggler and then he has to get precious cargo which happens to be uh, a kid from one place to another place and that sort of sets up the the season wait so mandalorian uh, so basically mandalorian <laughs> <laughs> It's basically it's basically Mandalorian, um, okay. but but bro, it is there is a there's a section in the the sort of middle middle part of episode one which reminded me. You remember True Detective, season yeah. one of True Detective? You okay. remember that scene where he had to go and get somebody out of a drug den, and it was a shootout in the street, and it was like all in one take, and it was such oh, yeah. an incredible like five minutes of television. There's uh-huh. a scene like that in The Last of Us where they're trying to yeah. get out of this town, and they realize that everybody's turned into zombies. Where it is, inc- oh, it's so stressful. It's so yeah? incredibly stressful. But okay, the show's I'm gonna watch really it. I'm gonna good, watch it. man. It's really good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Kanye West legal team are planning to take out a large newspaper ad to inform Kanye West that they are no longer representing Kanye West. You so, can't just text them? No. So lawyers for uh, the law firm uh, Greenberg Traurig uh, said in documents obtained by TMZ that Kanye has disconnected the only number that they had with him, and there was a complete, oh, no. there was a complete breakdown in communication, and his attorney <laughs> said uh, that their firm has sought to notify Kanye via alternative means, telling him, uh, that they were no longer representing him, along with uh, publishing a court order issued by a judge judge permitting the severance of the professional relationship. The attorney said that the uh, planned ads are a last-ditch idea as they have been trying to contact Kanye about the issue, and he has been, as of yet, unresponsive. So they've they got to fire him by newspaper now. That's, that's, that's old school. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's so, I love it. That is so bloody old school. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. You ever heard of a beaver fart, Mocha? What? Yeah. So, okay. So I don't know how they did. Like, you know those, like, um, uh, cameras that are, like, the nature cameras that, like, hunters yeah. have and, like, National Geographic and all that stuff? So they have all yeah. these things everywhere, right? And they had one, I guess, like, on a beaver dam or, like, places where beavers make beaver dams. And okay. and uh, and the question was, do beavers fart? And I had just assumed that yes, beavers do fart. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't a beaver fart? Right? All animals would fart, right? Yeah. All I, I think. I, I don't think cats fart though. I'm not 100 percent sure that cats fart because my dog does huh. all day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So animals do fart, but a beaver fart. Like yeah, this is exactly what you would think a beaver fart would be because. Okay. Before you play, before yes, you play it. Yes. So you've heard it. I've obviously? heard it. Yes. I'm going to say it is 
like a poof of air, very like silent, just like like a. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Interesting take. Uh, but I would say this: it, it makes perfect sense when you listen to it because it is exactly like it sounds like the beavers half in slash half out of the water. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. So if anybody's interested in what a beaver fart sounds like, <laughs> I've tried that before. Okay. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay. Listen. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Same. Right? Yeah. Same. We've all tried it. We've all tried it, right? Play it again. Play it again. Yeah. <laughs> it's, now, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna say something right now, which is yeah. kind of cute. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Knowing that it came from a beaver? Right? Yes, absolutely. Kind, that's a cute Not kind of. That's, absolutely. That's a cute fart. <laughs> Now, you said that was human. We'd be like, that's freaking also, gross. Also, poor beaver. Right? I know. You know He's trying I mean? to live his life, building a dam. Right? Trying to survive. Just, You're surviving just, in the yes. world. Yes. <laughs> you exposed my farts. Right? <laughs> going to get clowned on. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Going through this, uh, breakdown of lisa marie presley's financials at the time of her of her death and uh-huh. her monthly budget was ninety two thousand dollars what does it break down on what yeah so according to legal documents uh that were obtained um that included twenty three thousand five hundred dollars a month in rent Oof. Right. Uh, her car payments for just one of them was one thousand seventy eight dollars. And then you had um, creditors, uh, IRS fees, because she owes apparently a million dollars to the IRS. Um, she she was bringing in four thousand dollars a month from the Graceland estate and one hundred thousand dollars a month from the Elvis Presley Enterprise. Um, but she had said during her divorce hearings a few years ago that she was actually $16 million in debt. Oh, my gosh. And this was after receiving the $100 million that she inherited from uh, the Elvis estate when she turned 25. So the financial so she burned through all that money. She burned through all that money. Yeah. And she had oh said, she had said, gosh. she had said at the time that it was uh, disastrous business deals uh, made by her uh, former manager. When you die, who pays your debt? Uh, it depends on where you live. I mean, there's insurance for that, but, uh, but in America, it's like, you know, they'll just take I, all your stuff. They, they just say, yeah, they'll take all your, they'll take, they take all your Graceland? stuff. Uh, no, because Graceland's in a trust. Right, so Lisa Marie's going to be buried at Graceland, um, mm-hmm. where Elvis was, and where her son was just uh, where her son was just buried. But they can't they can't take Graceland, so the trust will then be passed on to her children. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's crazy. But yeah, she was getting a hundred hundred and four thousand dollars a month from Elvis Presley Enterprise. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Tom Brady's season is done, but is Tom Brady done? The Buccaneers got blown out by Dallas, thirty one fourteen. Is there? Game. I know. Is there? Shut up! You didn't. Watch Watch a second of football. Okay, you're so I did. full of it. You guys it. not see the Giants game? You're so full. The Giants game? No. Yeah, they won. Yeah? It was great. Yeah. Celebration at the end. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Wait, so, 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 good. so we're talking about the Bucks dallas game. 
Oh, yeah. Incredible game, oh, too. Okay, okay. Good for cool. Dallas. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, good for Dallas. Sure. <laughs> uh, but is there a timeline uh, as far as when Tom Brady will decide on whether this was, in fact, his final season? Here's Tom Brady. I'm going to go home and get a good night's sleep as good as I can tonight. This has been a lot of focus on, you know, this game. So, yeah. It's just be one day at a time, truly. This is just—he's not done. No, I know, I know, he's not done. The third time in his 23-year career that he got uh, put out in the first round of the postseason. That's uh, okay. Uh, They'll bounce back next year. <laughs> you think so? Go Bucks. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, talking about the transition of sort of blending her family and with her kids into the same house as uh, uh, Ben Affleck and his kids. This is all to promote her uh, movie Shotgun Wedding, where she co-stars with... um, Josh Demel, uh, which was originally, if you remember, this was the movie Army Hammer was supposed to be in, and then oh all that God, stuff right. with Army Hammer went down, and Josh Demel literally took the movie on like two days' notice. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And flew oh, I like down, that guy. Yeah, and flew down to do it's it. So better you, with Josh Demel. Yeah. So you'll hear a little. Uh, you'll hear a little bit of this uh, Josh Demel at the end of this clip talking about Ben Affleck, but uh, but this is J Lo on uh, on family. We moved in together. The kids moved in together. It's so it's been like a really kind of. Uh, emotional transition but at the same time like all your dreams coming true and it's just been a phenomenal year like my best year i think since my kids were born i love ben too though you do <laughs> I, I probably loved him longer than you have <laughs> i bet you have oh, he's dreamy he really is, i get he's it a dreamboat he's talented he's a sweetheart but i, I don't want to get into my relationship with ben <laughs> 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 Yo, I, that, I think that is secretly Josh Dumal like throwing it out there that he wants to be in a movie. Like oh, he's trying course. to sweeten the deal, right? Jeez, of course. Look how much I love Ben Affleck. Of We'd be great course, in a movie together. Of course. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. So Ooh. it's looking like Prime Video and Amazon are going to be parting ways with uh, Top Gear host uh, Jeremy Clarkson. This is, of course, after all the fallout after that article he wrote about Meghan Markle back in December. There was supposed to be a press conference today, uh, like a virtual sort of press tour for season two of Clarkson's Farm. Um, and it was canceled. So Amazon, it's looking like whatever they have already ordered uh, from Jeremy Clarkson is all that they're going to get, which should bring his contract with them to 2024. Um, back in December, he wrote an article for the uh, Sun in the UK, which he suggested that Meghan Markle be, quote, to parade naked through Britain while people throw lumps of excrement at her. Oh, my God. What? Um, just, like, Does in he game, know like in Game of Thrones, like shame. No, but it was just like a big article about how much hmm. he hated uh, Meghan Markle. And then um, so he apologized by writing a letter to Harry. And then he mm-hmm. also apologized on Instagram uh, because his own daughter came out and was trashing him on her Insta uh, for, for writing the article. So he said, usually I read what I've written to someone else before filing, but I was at home alone that fateful day and in a hurry. So when I'd finished, I just press send. And then when the column appeared the next day, the landmine exploded. He goes on to say, uh, it was a slow rumble to start uh, 
but I ignored it. Uh, but then the rumble got louder, so I picked up a copy of The Sun to see what all the fuss was about. Well, there you have it, I guess, um, in the was the precise moment when we suddenly realized we've completely messed up. You were sweaty and cold all at the same time, and your head pounds and you feel sick. I couldn't believe what I was reading. Had I really just said that, it was horrible. And then they did get a reply from um, Megan and Harry. So the statement from them says uh, on, on December 25th, 2022, Mr. Clarkson wrote a uh, uh, wrote to Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, Sussex. The contents of the correspondent were marked as private and confidential. While a new public apology has been issued by Mr. Clarkson, what remains to be addressed is his longstanding pattern of writing articles that spread hate rhetoric, dangerous conspiracy theories and misogyny. The statement goes on to say, unless each of his other pieces were also written, quote, in a hurry, as he states, it's clear that this is not an isolated incident shared in haste, but rather a series of articles shared in hate. Hold on Oof. a second. Why is he writing an apology to Prince Harry and not one to directly to Meghan Markle? That's the that's the whole thing. Is that that's right? p- that's part of it? Is that the the email that he sent was addressed to Prince Harry and not no, to sir. Meghan Meghan, Meghan Markle? So which sucks. I mean, listen, the guy's like he's, he's a huge douche, but um, I like that Clarkson's Farm Show. It was a good. Show. It was one of the best sort of COVID shows to to come out of COVID. But uh, but yeah, no, there's no way that they can keep uh, keep things going mm-hmm. with him. And he's been fired from other networks too for saying just awful stuff. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Um, scientists in France have created a way to divert lightning strikes using weather controlling super lasers. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Okay. So researchers at the Polytechnic Institute in Paris guided the strikes from thunderclouds to places that won't cause damage. The team says the new technique could save power stations, airports, launch pads, and other buildings from disaster. So, yes, this is a good thing. Basically, what they have is a system that creates a huge sort of like lightning rod in a metal conductor that intercepts lightning and then can guide it to other places. So when lightning happens, this thing redirects lightning to more safe areas. Couldn't they send it back up to space? Couldn't this fall into the wrong hands? Uh, Not couldn't it. When will it? This to, isn't this what Gru tried to to steal in Despicable Me? Something yeah, like this, is. right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so maybe that's where they got the idea from. So the fi- maybe in part one, he wants yes, to get the moon. Yes, the five ton uh, device is about the size of a large car and fires up to a thousand pulses per second. Same. Uh, the scientists installed hey. near Neil telecommunications tower in the Swiss I'd Alps, if I could, but I can't. which is which is struck by lightning roughly a hundred times a year. I know right now the device is five tons in the size of a car, but it's only a matter of time before somebody makes this wristwatch size. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. First in line to buy. Thank you. <laughs> Same. Me too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Ted Lasso will be coming back in the spring. No exact yes. date, but uh, that will be soon. Also, uh, the sequel to Murder Mystery with uh, Jennifer Aniston. Oh, <laughs> and Adam Sandler. And Adam Sandler. Love that is movie. That March, first one was so good. March 31st is when that drops. Uh, Antoine Fuqua is uh, directing a Michael Jackson biopic, which oh. I didn't think anybody would try and do. But he's mm-hmm. put together 
this team of people who only win Academy Awards. Um, oh, yeah, which is which is crazy. Um, so they're shooting that soon. So I don't know who I haven't even heard any rumblings of anybody who's going to be playing Michael like at all, like not even, not even rumors or anything, but uh, he did um, Antoine Fuqua did uh, a training day in 2001, which Denzel Washington got a best actor uh, Academy award for that. And then he did the magnificent seven in 2016. He did the guilty. And then uh, most recently emancipation was his uh, most recent uh, thing so there is a Michael Jackson biopic um, coming, written by the guy who wrote Skyfall. Is uh, Skyfall? Who's Skyfall? Oh, I think the Bond. James Bond James movie. Bond? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, something like that. Yeah, the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Madonna is going back on tour. I don't know if you saw the the clip. They were uh, they shot it. They were in a room, and Madonna's there with uh, Amy Schumer, Judd Apatow, Judd Apatow Jack, Jack Black. Black. Um, who else was there? Diplo was there. Um, oh, yeah. was it Lil, who was there? Was Lil it Wayne. Lil, was it Lil Wayne that was there? Yeah. Lil Wayne was there and they were, wait, playing, hold on. They were, they were all sitting around at a table. her house. They, I don't know. They were all sitting around a table playing truth or dare. And I think uh-huh. it was at one point somebody dared Diplo to like dip his stuff in his drink and then finish it. And he did. And then, anyway, so here's how <laughs> it was. And this was all like a promo to get Madonna to announce her world tour. So here is the, the back and forth between Madonna and Amy Schumer. I just want to make sure you all know why you're here. Yes. Amy Schumer. Oh. Truth or dare? Dare. Ooh. I want you to show me with this spread how you lick your husband's. What? <laughs> I mean, I think we're done. Nope. <laughs> Madonna, yeah, I dare you mm-hmm. to do a world tour and play your greatest f-ing hits. Okay. Four decades, yeah, bitch. as in forty years. F-ing yeah, we're talking. We're like talking. Virgin. Open talking like your heart. We're talking tropical on the island breeze. <laughs> All of nature, wild and free. <laughs> this is where I long to be. La Isla Bonita. Wait, hold up. That's a lot of songs. You think people would come to that show? I'll be there. Well, I'll be there. You there? Oh, yeah, I'm there. There? there? Okay, so the answer is, f- yeah. yeah. Eighties, nineties, two thousand, four decades of music avec moi. M L V C. Welcome to the party, bitches. Whatever she did to her teeth makes her voice sound weird now. She it's can grills. barely talk. She Is it the grills? grills? Sounds like a- yeah. Yeah, sounds like a boring ass show. Oh, I don't wow. know, guys. What? I don't think it's gonna sell out. <laughs> it's not gonna sell out. <laughs> Pre-sale was yesterday. Shut up, Mocha. Nah, what are the ticket nobody... prices like, more? So we were looking at like the nosebleeds. The back of the nosebleeds were yeah. five hundred each. Like resale or that is ticket price? Ticket price five hundred. Oh, what, no. what were the what were the, the floors were like uh, fifteen hundred each? Just straight up ticket price. Matthew said, like, if we wanted each? to sit where we went for Mariah, it would have been five thousand dollars to go see Madonna. So oh tickets are on sale tomorrow. We're going to try again. God. But didn't aren't you part of some pre-sale Madonna thing? That was what was yesterday. It was five hundred dollars each. But why couldn't you get tickets on the on the the super every time, pre-sale? Every time Matthew clicked a seat, yeah. he, somebody stole it from him. Like the tickets just kept and going and steal going. it from him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just wasn't available. Somebody else bought personally. the ticket. Uh, Madonna's guilty though of in her shows 
over the years of rearranging the arrangements of some of her big songs. That's which, our complaint. Which is not fun for fans. So I only, I only hope that when she does this tour, she sticks to the original arrangements of songs as opposed to turning them all into these DJ remix versions of the songs that you like. You're literally saying what every fan is hoping for. Because for those ticket prices, like if she's going to do Holiday... I want to hear mm-hmm. Holiday the way Holiday is supposed to sound. And if you're doing a Greatest yeah. Hits tour, how could you not do it the original I don't, way? Because it's Madonna, man, and Madonna thinks that that stuff is cool where I can't stand it. Agreed. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Stephen A. Smith from ESPN. Man, this guy is a meme yeah. machine. Everything he says goes viral. He is such a hothead. He is like the king of hot takes. And mm-hmm. yesterday he was on uh, the Sherry show with Sherry Shepard, and they were talking about the Super Bowl halftime show, and Rihanna came up, and this is what he said. Are you excited for this halftime show? I don't want to say I'm not excited. She's fantastic. I sense There's what? one thing she's not. Uh-huh. She ain't Beyonce. I know she's not Beyonce, but you know, wait a minute, hold up, hold up. Hold on. Steven. The only reason I brought up, the only reason, the only reason I brought up Beyonce. Yes. Is because Beyonce recently performed at the Super Bowl. She's had her time. Now there's Rihanna. Rihanna's coming back. Rihanna's music is fantastic. She's great. She's a sister. I love her dearly. I listen to her music. I'm going to support her till the cows come home. I'm just telling you, for me, there's Beyonce and there's everybody else, just like it was Michael Jackson and it was everybody else. You got to give Rihanna a chance because I really think Rihanna's going to surprise you. So what are you supposed to do? Like, nobody can do the Super Bowl halftime show now? No, listen, here's the thing. We all know Steve, I mean, not we all know, but one thing that Stephen A. Smith is notorious for is saying controversial things for the reason of getting his name out there and yes. for publicity, right? So I don't think that Stephen A. Smith on Sherry Shepard's show yesterday didn't know what he was saying. He said all of that for a reason, knowing the reaction that was going to come afterwards. Of course. He did all this on purpose. No, of right? course, but I don't think that he doesn't believe it, though. Like, I don't think he's full of it. I think he, he believes what he's saying. But what does mm-hmm. that mean, then? Like, does that mean, like, no, nobody else can do it? Like, I understand, you know, you can take this, the side of that, you know, Rihanna is no Beyonce. Sure. Sure, of course. But what does that, where does that leave us, then, with a Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, like, nobody... Ever, or sorry, that everyone is going to be compared to Beyonce. But to moving what he's forward. saying, according like to Stephen just, A. Smith, he's right? just not even excited about it. Anyway, so no. uh, he really stepped in it yesterday, and then of course Stephen A. Smith, uh, after the comments, uh, issued the apology, sort of. I get paid to speak for a living, so I need to be more careful. I want Rihanna to know you're a superstar. You're sensational. You're spectacular. You're no joke. And you are a worthy person to be doing the Super Bowl halftime show. Having said all of that, I was answering a question from Sherry Shepard. Now, I'm a Beyonce fan. I think that Beyonce is not only a phenomenal performer, the phenomenal performer. And the only reason any kind of comparison came into play is because Beyonce performed at halftime of the Super Bowl, not just by herself, but one separate Super Bowl performance with Bruno Mars and Coldplay. And I thought those were two of the greatest shows that I've ever seen. Anybody who does Super Bowl 
on Super Bowl halftime show. Forever, I'm going to say Beyonce, Bruno Mars, Coldplay, and then Beyonce by themselves. Michael Jackson could still be alive, and I would say it's got to measure up to that. I've always said that. I meant it as no disrespect to Rihanna. I know she's phenomenal, and she's my sister. Nothing but love for her. But Beyonce is my sister, too. I got love for both of them. I just think that Beyonce is the greatest performer out there today. That's me. That doesn't mean I'm hating on anybody else. Doesn't mean I'm damn sure wishing for Rihanna to fail. I don't believe she's going to fail. She's going to be great. Nobody said anything fail. about fail. Jesus. God, this guy just needs to shut up, man. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Titanic, 25 years later with James Cameron. We talked about this a little while ago where he's putting to rest once and for all the idea that both Jack and Rose could have fit on that door in the end of the movie. And they yeah. recreate it in a pool with professionals, whereas he said they put like sensors on them and in them, whatever that meant, um, and, cool. and, and stuck them in freezing cold water and had these people try and recreate it to prove that there is no way that both Jack and Rose could have survived. So here's a little bit of uh, James Cameron on the February 5th special. So now let's do the real test. Let's put them through a simulation of all of the things that Jack and Rose went through. So we did exactly what, what they did in the movie, except that we doubled the time for every stage of it because our water wasn't as cold. Going into 28 degree water, and that just makes you gasp. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the shock. Uh, accelerates the heart rate, constricts blood vessels, so your blood pressure goes up immediately. <laughs> and the guy pushed her under. Come on now. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, back up. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, and Jack, save me. Jack! <laughs> Jack swings over. Jack! And one. Two. Three. All right, swim, Rose. And the faster your heart's Yeah, going, swim. The faster that cooling blood from your arms and legs is coming into your core, taking your temperature down. So I was really curious to see what that did to Jack's situation. Yeah, dead. And, and? it's pretty interesting. What we saw it's was pretty that interesting. He got that... on there, and he immediately uh -huh. went into the really strong, shaking, shivering. <laughs> Such a liar. The question is, is there room for two on that door? The yeah. answer, yes. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, on with uh, Jimmy Kimmel. One, nugget two, nugget three, nugget four. Um, what does J-Lo think of the name Benefer? Do you like the name Benefer? Is that something you like or dislike? You know dislike? what? I've learned to embrace it. I yeah. think uh, years ago it was kind of like, oh, Benefer. Actually, it wasn't a bad thing even years ago, but I think people, it became a thing where people made fun of it, but then it continued throughout the years. Other people were doing it, and it was just... Because I think Aflo is good, too. Do you? It kind of sounds like Afro. It sounds Afro or, or if you Aflac. want to be first, it could be Loaf, L-O-A-F, you know? <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> you don't like that one, huh? Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.